This is Comic Shenanigans episode 158, Spotlight on Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Who will campaign door to door for America? Carry the flag shore to shore for America. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode 158. This is our spotlight on Captain America, the Winter Soldier episode. I am Adam Chapman, your host, and I'm joined with uh, by a lot of co-hosts today. I've got Paul Scorez, Tibor Mate, and new to the podcast, Chris Lucas. Chris, thank you for joining us. You are, this is your first episode, so we're popping your podcast cherry. I don't know why I said that. Um, so we just got back from seeing Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Uh, the yes. newest Marvel, <laughs> the newest Marvel release. Um, what do you all think about it before we actually break down the movie and what, what worked? Amazing, Paul. Amazing, amazing, Tibor. Yeah, I have to say, out of the uh, the Marvel universe ones, this is uh, definitely up there with like with the top. First, I did. I didn't fall asleep, so that's good. <laughs> that is high praise indeed. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. This is definitely the best of the. Uh, I guess the Phase Two movies uh, and. Even amongst all the Marvel movies, I think it's pretty high. Uh, it definitely works on everything we've seen before. It raises the stakes, and it definitely makes you wonder what the hell is going to happen next. But uh, in an excited way, not in a you know they sh- you know they shit the bed now what. Um, much more exciting than that. Uh, where do you want to start, Paul? You usually, kind of bring us through the movie episodes. Oh God. Okay. Well, the the movie as a whole is just simply incredible. The, the action sequences were amazing. The pacing was really good. There's never a point where it's like. All right, let's get past this part. I'm bored. Like, give me something else. Um, it was just really put together very well. Usually, when you watch a movie, you can go back and go, ah, you know what? That part's kind of crazy, and that part's kind of poopy. And if you want to really be particular, you could say some of the action sequences were a little over the top, but you're going to get that with a superhero movie, so who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, but I really am having a hard time finding any faults with the movie. All right, Tibor? Uh, you want to go through like a rundown of the film, or well, just like the overall impression? Um, yeah, I guess I guess this maybe rundown kind of the, the movement of the plot. So I mean, we start out kind of really quiet for the movie. And, I mean, the movie starts off, I guess, with like, the training left, Spec- yeah, left side, yeah, Which left side. A, yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting spot to start with. Steve Rogers basically just working out and meeting yeah, uh, just going Sam Wilson, yeah. Uh, I, which I, I thought was actually really smart. It was instead of jumping right into the action, we do get to see a little bit of Steve Rogers' everyday life, mm-hmm. and his interaction with Sam Wilson was a highlight of the film. Uh, yeah. They have a lot of camaraderie in the comics. They're lifelong, well, not lifelong, but they're in the comics. They're very good friends and teammates and, uh, and partners many times. So I thought they really brought that to life, and I believed in their friendship. They had great chemistry on screen. The Absolutely. Actors, absolutely. I really liked I, I think his name is Anthony Mackey. He did an amazing job with Sam Wilson. Absolutely. He's a difficult character. They took really everything away from Sam Wilson as a character. Okay, but if you put the guy in a red and white spandex no. with his dirt, bird-talking powers... <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. I'm okay. saying there really is... The only thing that makes him Sam Wilson is the fact that he's got falcon wings. Really. I mean... Let's make him falcon. Let's make him Sam Wilson. Okay, but I'm just saying the Sam Wilson in the comics is... That backstory has been scrubbed out. I'm not complaining about it. Okay. I'm just saying it is... They've just kind of reduced him to his bare elements and then built a new character from that. And I think that works for the movies Absolutely. incredibly well. Absolutely. No hardcore Falcon fans sitting there going, Oh my god, they ruined Falcon, you bastards! Right? Like, yeah, sure. It's... Some, someone's got their eardrums busted. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. There aren't any, I don't think there's any real diehard Falcon fans who are going to be that upset. And this is a really good portrayal of the character. Uh, who, again, very much used to the ultimate version of the character from the comics mm-hmm. because well, he's not quite S.H.I.E.L.D., but you know, close enough. Um, my only thing about that was the uh, the relationship seems to form pretty quickly. 
I think that's like my only complaint about the whole film is like I just didn't know where they were as friends. Mm. Like when he's running, was that like the first time they met? I don't think so. That's when he introduced himself. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was it really? Yeah. That was the first the, time. The friendship yeah. moves really quickly there. Yeah, but, so but, 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 he's hardcore military. He has full respect for a guy named Captain America, right? Yeah, no, he, I, and he knew who he knew who he was, right? Like, yeah, I guess, but like they seem to be kind of buddy buddy pretty fast. I I'm think, just saying. I think they built up. Still yeah, but, but it was based off on the fact that Captain America's Captain good. America. Well, but like, everybody. But loves the him. thing is, it was, it was they made it funny, like the way they introduced oh, it was kind of funny because. You know, he kept lapping him, running around the the thing, right? He yeah. kept running past him, going left side, and oh, yeah, it no, kind of made him mad. And you yeah. know, they kind of. I didn't mind. I didn't that. mind with that. What was on screen? I just thought it felt kind of rushed for them to be close friends. It, it was felt bros little... at first sight. All right. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just me. I don't. I don't bro up that quick. <laughs> well, hey, we broed up tonight. Yeah. Oh my so... god, that sounded awful. <laughs> that sounded terrible. That was just when you were telling That's off the guy off in the movie podcast, theater. Yeah, what was anyway. going on at your end of the road? <laughs> uh, just carry t- on with the film. No, carry t- on with t- the film. Tibor t- and his uh, his letting the annoying people behind us know. We'll, we'll get to that at the end of the movie. <laughs> or at the end of the podcast. Yeah, uh, the, the end of the post credit. There, there'll be a shout out. What's that? There'll be a post credit sequence. Yes, shout there out. we go. <laughs> nice. All right, carry on. Uh, from from uh, so we have this introductory sequence with Falcon and Steve, and then we move to Steve being on a mission with Shield, which was yes. our first main kind of set piece with. And it kind of informs the rest of the movie because it's not just a mission. It's a mission which is extremely important to driving the plot yeah. in terms of what they're going for. Um, for comic book fans, having Baytrock the Leaper show up is really exciting. Uh, he's not he's a very well-known Cap villain, but he doesn't get a lot of respect. He's, Who's that? Batrock. Batrock. The, the one the main guy leading was that, was that, the terrorist group on the boat. Here? It was. The MMA guy? Yeah, it okay. is the MMA guy. I thought guy. so. Yeah. He, uh, he was in, cool. He, he did a really good job. As I was saying to Paul uh, just after the movie ended, I was like, this is probably the best appearance of Baytrock ever. Because <laughs> yes. in the comics, he's often played up for comic relief. He's supposed he's to be like E-list. this, yeah. this master of savat, but he's often kind of portrayed as kind of a, a goofball. And a very heavy French accent, the mm-hmm. way they write him. Here, nothing funny about him. He was just a really awesome... Um, a good fight, good fight scene, too. Oh, but yeah. also he you had know, like some red and yellow going in his suit there to kind yeah. of give him. You know, you know what I like though, coming from somebody that doesn't know anything about the comics <laughs> um, and just watches the movies. Like sure. Captain America, as it's gone on, like watching like Captain America and the Avengers, mm-hmm. he's getting better. Like, yeah. like I know it's like you notice he hardly used any weapon. Like I remember in the in the first one, he you know he he had his pistol and he was shooting guys and this and that. Absolutely. This one, it was all hand to hand, and it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, like absolutely. everything he did was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> the action sequences were yeah incredible, extremely well put incredible. Uh, so yeah. the first main sequence on the boat is a lot of. It was almost funny when Cap was just running through people because that's a, it was back to the opening scene with uh, Falcon, right? Him just oh, running train, around. It's kind of like you're just, just running the lap on yeah. the boat, right? And just dumping people off the boat. Yeah, which was pretty crazy. And I also liked the relationship that they build up with Black Widow, kind of almost having like a brother sister kind of relationship. Like it's not really romantic at all. So uh, who's Black Widow? Black Widow and the Scarlett Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Okay, my bad. See, yeah. <laughs> they do refer to her as Black Widow, but no, that's okay. Um, Actually, yeah, most of the time they don't though in the film. No, it's right? usually just Romanoff, but there is a moment. They only they... mention her at the very end there when they got Black Widow was in the, the, in the yeah top floor there with the people. which is kind of uh, interesting. But yeah, I, I did like how they felt more like family, and 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 I like that. I like that they didn't go the more obvious route with. Developing a romantic interest necessarily. There's a bit of a crush theory thing. There's some moments. maybe there, there might be moments. like a little bit of a yeah, yeah. spark, but for the most t- most of the time they're kind of more 
Yeah, like, they were, she was trying they to were hook comrades. him up. Were, with, come on, it's Scarlett Johansson. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's going to be wrong. Yeah, yeah. If she's um, listening, you know, you can call me anytime. I'm sure she's listening. Yeah, she's... I know she's pregnant now and whatever. Right? I'm, I'm willing to take on that responsibility. Just saying. Oh, so. God. Oh, dude. Uh, so, so, yeah, that, that initial sequence on the boat is uh, one of the highlights for just because I love seeing Big Rock in fighting. That was a nice bit of fan service, for sure. Yeah, definitely, especially when he puts down the shield and uh, yeah. didn't need to take off the mask, but I guess they need to show his face as much as possible. Um, but just having that awesome fight sequence and it, it really looked really well choreographed like yeah, yeah it was very impressive. just going back to what Chris was saying in terms of um, Cap evolving and doing much better like well, I remember when Chris Evans first got cast as mm-hmm. Cap you know and you're used to Chris Evans being the funny guy the Human Torch absolutely right? and he was spot on for Human Torch I love him as Human Torch um, but he's very typecast right he was and you know my biggest problem with going to Ryan Reynolds and Green Lantern, I didn't want to see the typecast from Ryan Reynolds comedian guy as Hal Jordan. Which is exactly so I, what you got. Exactly. Um, so I was worried that we get the stereotype Chris Evans character as Cap. And yes, there's a bit of quips and comedy, but he's very much taken the role seriously and evolved mm. with it. And like I totally believe it. He's, it's hard to even see him as Human Torch anymore. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even know he was Human Torch. What was that? In the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Oh, I never there's saw two of those. Never watched that one. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> They weren't. They weren't the greatest. They'll be redone okay. soon. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna reboot those. Uh, that's a whole other nightmare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so and and again, we have the issue as they're finishing up the mission on the boat. The idea that by the way, the mission on the boat. I don't think we mentioned it. Oh it's yeah, to save is, the hostages. Sorry, they're supposed to save. Well, his <laughs> mission is to well, save the yeah. hostages. There's that's two kind of, missions. The crux of it is that you know Blackwood was there for one reason, but Cap's there for another. He doesn't realize that she's not not actually there to support his mission, which definitely is, plays up the whole feeling of the movie about who can you trust. It plants the seeds of doubt yeah. in his mind. He starts going, "What's what's, what's really going happening on here?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he's a man out of time. Everything is kind of shifted. It used to be very clear, very black and white, yeah. bad. And you did what had to be done for freedom, and now he's seeing compromises being made that seem to take away those same freedoms that he fought for. Which again is a very Captain America trope. That's something that's in the in the comics. They do that all the time. It's something they always go back to the well with, and it works really well in a movie setting as well, uh, because it's him really confronting the realities of real life in the modern century. Um, and so, on when Black Widow extracts data. It kind of, as we said, establishes that seed of doubt, which then leads him to confront Nick Fury about it. And uh, Nick Fury was an interesting presence in this movie. Um, well, well, he had a very major role in this. He did. He did. Um, Although, yeah, out of all the films, this is his biggest, I think, right? Even uh, bigger than Avengers. Yeah, so before we even talk about this, we should like note spoiler alerts. Um, yeah, sorry, I usually put it in the title yeah. sequences, but yeah, you're right. This yeah. is spoiler warnings. We're going to spoil the crap out of everything. Um, I think you know it based on our previous podcast. Based on the previous podcast as well, yeah. yeah. It's okay. When you go and amend the episode number, you can throw in <laughs> wow. that, uh, that a spoiler time. alert. What's interesting about this is that so, uh, for half the movie, he kind of um, gives Captain America that, that Phil Coulson moment of someone's dead, you kind of have to avenge the, the death of someone. Because like, there's that gap when, when well, obviously we're jumping forward, but when Nick Fury is supposedly dead, he kind of he has a huge part to play even though he's not even on the board. Same thing with Coulson. When Coulson died in Avengers, he has That's a very little moment and yeah. he was the rally point. So it's kind of like that. It really shifts everything once he, you know, theoretically dies. I was a little sad it wasn't a life model decoy, though. Yeah. We, I, we, we've had two opportunities now with Coulson and with Sam Jackson to have the yeah. LMDs. Uh, to, to explain for people yeah. like Chris, who are <laughs> like, what is going on? Blank look. Um, <laughs> a very... 
almost since the beginning when Shield's been in the comics, they've always had something called LMDs or life model life decoys. decoys. Okay. So basically, it's like a it's a robot that thinks clone. it's a person, and it would think it was it was Nick oh, Fury. Oh, kind of like in the movie Aliens. The end there. Sorry to go off topic. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, Lance Henriksen. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, the, it's same idea. the exact same idea. So oftentimes Fury will die, okay. and then we realize, oh, it's an LMD. It wasn't oh, okay. real guy. To be fair, maybe this is setting up like, okay, Coulson got knocked down, Fury got knocked down. Maybe it's time to get the life model decoy. <laughs> maybe, running, right? Maybe, yeah, that, no maybe that's what this yeah. is setting up, right? I mean, they're also probably scared of introducing something like that because I mean, that's kind of a, it's it's very comic booky, and they for the most part they usually they did mention it once, right, in Avengers. Didn't, uh, Tony Stark. This oh, is the yeah, LMD Tony of Tony Stark. Yeah, Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe they're already in development. I watched Avengers maybe. last week, so I remember that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But yeah, they I, could I, totally bring it in now. I'm not against them. Not. Hey, they brought in the flying car in Agents of Shield. They did. I did and they like, tried uh, to bring it into this. So yeah, cool. I, did, I did like that. He, that uh, Fury tried to make his car fly, and uh, it was it was inoperable. Oh, the aircraft work. Oh yeah. Now we're dropping all over the place here, but I do like that. There's still a sense of humor in the movie. Like a very good sense of humor. Yeah, like, yeah they picked so, their spots really well. It wasn't cheap. It was it was it was at times punctuating tense moments, but it yeah. was very funny. It's nice that Marvel's done that across the board with I was their movies. Say that, yeah, they've done and that very well. They keep the tone serious when it needs to be, but they throw in some lightness. Which, to again, oh, like Batman, you can't make a joke during that movie. No. What's always been interesting to me about how Marvel and DC approach their movies is almost the opposite of how they approach their comics. Because Marvel's comics usually go much more real world and there's not a lot of humor in them, yet their movies are exact opposite in that they're very much filled with a sense of humor. And DC's comics always felt like they had more of a sense of humor, but their movies are bleak and humorless. Like Man of Steel, there's no fun there. No. There's no joy. Haven't seen that one yet. No, it, it's an a okay lot of mo- stuff blows up. So I need to know. <laughs> well, the, I haven't seen. To be fair, a lot of stuff blew up in this. But one here too. it <laughs> felt like less mass destruction than well, because the city didn't blow. Yeah, up. Yeah, you didn't destroy an entire <laughs> half the planet. metropolis. <laughs> The collateral damage in Man of yeah. Steel is yeah. insane. Oh, is it? Okay. It's insane. Seen. We were all waiting for Superman to punch something and blow some shit up. Oh, he does. Oh, Times yeah. a million. Well, by the time <laughs> they make up for it. By the it time that pent up rage over the last, like, <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know how many... How, like, like 30 years years of, we could probably do this. Let's do this. Yeah. 30 years of rage. Yeah, well, the, point, the problem with that movie was that there was so much punching that by the end I was like, I don't want to see him ever punch anyone again. <laughs> yeah. I want 30 years without punching now. Um, <laughs> you anyway. can listen to that podcast, though. What number was it? Oh, God. You know, offhand? I don't know. Off- offhand? Off-hand. I have 158 of these. Okay, well, them? anyway, you can listen to that podcast. Fair let's enough. Get back to, let's get back, back to the cat. I'll okay. ADR that later and just throw that in there. Okay. There you go. Um, so, anyways, so the information gets to Fury, Yeah. right, after Cap questions him. He's trying to work with this memory stick that they salvaged from the boat. And if Fury can't access and it. And if Fury can't access it. So if Nick Fury can't access it, you know something's up, right? But the person that locked it was Nick Fury. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently, that was actually well, according to the, yeah. 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 maybe it was an LMD version. There you go. The so here's the entry cap, right? So he goes up to the top floor of the Triskelion, where his new, uh, I guess, the boss of Shield. By the way, Triskelion. No, he takes a big he base take, in, No, he uh, takes Captain da- right? takes Captain down first, doesn't he? No, no, not yet. Oh, okay. not, yet, not yet. Actually, uh, sorry, Tibor was trying to interject. Yes, the Triskelion is uh, established in the Ultimate comics that were Correct. established in the early 2000s. That that was the base of Shield in the Ultimate Universe. 
So yes, people that was correct. that was a cool nod, and I am not even the comic book reader. Yeah, I just thought that was awesome. Which was interesting here is that it's based in Washington instead of New York, which to be honest makes a lot more sense anyway. Yeah, yeah, it would be near um, you know the, the the seat of power basically. It makes a lot more sense to have it there. Absolutely, uh, and I, I like that they kind of build that in there. They do a pretty nice mix of six one six and ultimate to make this movie universe happen. So Slow down for a second. Six one six is the code code insignia basically for the mainstream Marvel universe. Uh, it's yeah, I'm just telling you, Chris. Fair enough. Oh, no, I didn't I'm know paying attention. So you got a picture. Everything in the regular Marvel comics is called six one six. Yeah. What are you talking? About? Okay. You okay. see that? Where, where does that number come okay, from? Because okay, all the ultra, alternate there's, universes, there's right? So every every universe has a has assigned a number essentially, right? Okay. Yeah. So the core Marvel universe, where a majority of the stories you read in the comics happens, oh, okay. is considered the six one six universe. Okay. Right. Where the Ultimate Universe, which is numbered, does he have a number? I forget what the number is. We call it the Ultimate Universe because it's it's the Marvel Universe, but not as we know it based on this. Gotcha. It's all kind of a new Nick Fury's black. Way to do it. Yeah, the uh, first black Nick Fury. It's rebooting all the the characters. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, sort of like a lot of movies <clears throat> these days. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're trying to throw some Star Trek in there. No, 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 let's not even bother. we got a whole new podcast for that. That's, that's true. We'll keep it Come back. We'll, we'll listen to more uh, to a talking so, Star Trek. Yes. That'll be later. All right. Carry so, on with the movie. Paul. Oh, sorry. Um, okay, so he goes up to his big boss. Um, big like, boss. <laughs> I'm sorry, is this an episode of Cops? Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, that was a great show. Too. It was a great sorry, off topic, but... No, no, it's fine. I'm just glad you got that reference. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a child of the 80s okay, early good. 90s I get it so he goes up there I guess well he's really the head of the, I was the gonna security say he's the council of, yeah right? the world security council right I did like that we actually got to see those people now because in Avengers they were just kind of faces on the screen that were kind of blacked out they were blacked out images correct. but now we actually get to see who those people yeah, are that was kind of cool effect the holograms was oh in the chairs in yeah. the chairs like they just had the chairs sitting there and the screen came up in front of the yeah. chair yeah. what's nice cool. about the tech in the movie is it's not too far advanced often it's no it's just just, just right on the edge which is good yeah and it sticks within the Sure, repulsor hero characters equipped okay, to assassinate anyone on the planet, more or less. Hmm. I was go- I was gonna go there, but I didn't know what to call it. I was gonna say the big floating ship. <laughs> that would have worked too. We would have understood. Well, to yeah, be but- fair, what's good? Like it's they've shown this stuff in Iron Man, and yeah. that's where it all started, and it sort of stems from that, which is kind of For cool. Sure. Like there's Stark an- technology. And- what's nice about the Marvel movies is there's a, a pretty good sense of internal logic, generally speaking. Like yes. they establish the rules, and then. For the most part, they follow them, unlike other, mm-hmm. you know, genres and other franchises there might be. Right. We were given the Helicarrier and Avengers, and they're going to keep it going, of course. And I like the, the idea that because of Stark being basically stuck inside a Helicarrier's turbine, that he fixed it. And Although it's interesting that he would even give them repulsor energy at all, but I mean, even in what um, beginning of Avengers, he was doing stuff with that. Yep. Kind of the betterment of mankind kind of idea, so. Exactly. It makes sense. Everything still fits within... Well, and the fact that they have the helicarriers as a result of what happened in New York, right? Like, Absolutely. It all leads up to making sense that they're going to have, you know, they're going to try to arm up better than they were before, right? Oh, New York. Absolutely. Oh, that's when, like, that dimension open and all the aliens. Yeah, 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 correct. Yeah. yeah. yeah whenever that was a good battle to, scene. Yeah, whenever they refer to the Battle of New York, they're basically talking about the Avengers. Okay. Movie. Yeah. Um, so Pierce is the big head honcho upstairs. Um, so Fury, thinking, you know, they're still allies, goes to him and says, um, we need to... Oh, actually, wait, the... Well, hold on. He, first, he shows the project to Captain America. 
Correct. Right? And yeah, they, have a bit of, they have a bit of a falling out because Cap doesn't believe this is freedom. He believes it's you know based on fear. Yeah, you're, you're, we're, we're prejudging crimes before they happen. And he doesn't believe in that. So they have a bit of a falling out in that regard. He obviously so. hasn't seen Minority Report. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's on his list. So that continues to brew the, the mistrust that, that builds up with Captain America. Absolutely. Um, so then he finds out the file he can't access. Then he sees his buddy upstairs. And Played gets, expertly by Robert Redford. Yeah, he's yes. great. He, I really buy him in that role. Like it just, I, I almost was surprised if he was even there because Robert Redford doesn't usually do genre movies. The fact that he was even doing it at all was kind of like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Uh, but he just he ate the scenery. Like he did a great job with it. Yeah, I kind of was hoping. I knew he wasn't going to be, but I was like, man, it'd be awesome if he was Red Skull. Because in the comics, that happens a lot, where the Red Skull is actually in a position of power within the the U.S. government. That would have been actually pretty cool. But they would have had to explain how he got there. And yeah, yeah. The Tesseract is in Asgard. Let's not go there. Oh, oh, yeah, he right. disappeared. I forgot the... about it, that he's got sucked into the Tesseract. Yeah, yeah. That's right. he's we, gone. We just watched it last night. I watched night, it last night. And oh, I was okay. just like, oh, yeah, where did he go? I, I asked you that. I go, yeah. do you know where he did? Is he like hanging out with Thor or something? They're like, no, they, they don't know where he went. I was like, okay. Cube. He could be right. anywhere. I mean, maybe we'll see him eventually. He'll be Who back, knows? just like Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed very nice uh, so continue Bob um, so he asks Pier- uh, Fury asks Pierce to hold off on the project because he has his Some suspicions reservations, Some reservations, reservations right yeah. he doesn't say we're compromised but he hints it well enough where Pierce kind of figures that out um, so Fury continues going along his merry way in his little black SUV and then he gets attacked Viciously. Oh, it was awesome too. Viciously. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, by, at, well, they're people disguised as police officers, right? Yeah. But we still don't know who these people are at this stage of the movie yet, right? They don't, they don't they they just show up. The back. They can show yeah, up. And the they, computer just says that there's no officers. There's no the registered yeah. officers. So he knows at that point that they're not wrong. police. But we, at, but the audience doesn't even know that they're who they who, are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just actually, just before he gets attacked, we get the first appearance of Maria Hill in the movie. Which was because he was talking to her. He contacts her and says, "Yeah, Maria, I need you here quickly. He needs, you know, the people he trusts next to him yeah. to try and solve the and, mystery that's looming." You know, I, I love that. And is again, that, who's that? Kobe Smulders, Robin from Hyman. Robin, yeah, yeah. She's hot. So, and they, <laughs> yes, I mean they hadn't really shown anything in the movie trailers at all to su- support that she was going to no, be. And I'm glad she's in it. So it was a really nice surprise that even with so much of the movie being shown in the trailers, we still had a, a nice surprise waiting for us. Because when we see that cameo, I was like, oh, maybe that's all it is. And then we get to actually see more of her later, and she plays kind of an integral part. So I'm glad By that the they end, yeah. still okay. use Maria Hill, and again, makes this much more of not just a cat movie, but a S.H.I.E.L.D. movie. Absolutely. Or the deconstruction of S.H.I.E.L.D., so to speak. We'll get there. Follow. So, so the attack. I keep, attack. I keep okay, but I do, this I do like, we went, going back to like the whole humor part, yep. that the well-placed jokes throughout. Um, that right before this attack happens, when they're sitting at the red light, he's got the cops beside him. They're looking at him. He's like, got this like pimped out SUV. He's, you know, like Samuel Al's eye patch on. He's like, what? You want to see my leaf? Like, because he's chirping the cops. That was cool. And then he that started, was and then they do, and then they start to mess him up. Yeah, but even Absolutely. in the middle of that, they finds out that his air conditioning's still working. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Another joke. In there. Again, yeah. yeah, the car is destroyed to shit. Everything's not working. He's like, what, what is, is this? Working? Where's that? What the fuck what? is working? Well, the air conditioning is fully functional. <laughs> oh great, thanks a lot, you piece of shit. The After, car was okay, pretty I mean, tough. To yeah. be fair, what's good? I mean, you yeah, like, had to bring out that battering ram to destroy the window. But again, but again, to the fact that they knew what they were doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So it's, uh, these guys are obviously got some inside knowledge. Yeah, and this is and this is where we first can see the Winter Soldier in action. So with uh, we've seen the previews, the mine under the car which blows mm-hmm. up, he sidesteps it. Um, I like the look with the, the kind of the half face mask yeah. and, the, and which, the goggles. Once we know who he is, he, they never put it on. Oh again. wait, <laughs> once we know who he is, I think I found that out last night. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert! Last night yeah. tells me who the guy Chris is. is. I had no idea. Spoiled. <laughs> and I, I get the the response of, "Well, everybody knows who Winter Soldier is." So I was like, "Well, this guy didn't," and apparently half the movie theater didn't either. <laughs> Because when his mask did They're, come off, all the oh my god! And, it's oh, not shit. like they hid it from you in the trailer. If you watched the trailer, I you didn't could watch see the trailer. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> if you had, you would have seen it. That's why I've led to assume that most people should. Also, in the okay. trailer, did they but, show his face? But they to did. be fair, the later ones they did. That's fine. But here, here, my biggest thing with Bucky, yes, in in the Cap movie verse, the two movies, Bucky Burns. <laughs> his name. That'd be my biggest <laughs> thing. No, but hey, you just saw the first one yesterday, right? No, I saw it before, but I really paid attention to it yesterday because I was going to see this tonight. Okay, but did you feel that they really played up the Bucky Cap relationship in the first movie? Um, no, they didn't. Well, they didn't. They, didn't pl- they, they did. Like you knew they were tight, but it, like, but it wasn't that big of a deal. He took his death pretty was, hard. Yeah, but I didn't. I wasn't like if I had if Adam hadn't told me last night going into the movie that Bucky was mm-hmm. uh, the Winter Soldier, I probably would have been surprised if the guy's back. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. I, that wouldn't wouldn't have been something I was thinking. Okay. You know what I mean? I would have thought oh, Bucky's dead. He fell off the train. But would you have been more surprised if Bucky had survived to the end of the movie and was part of the bigger ending climax and, and died at that point, which where he should I argue where he should have died? What in the first one? Well, yes. I think that's two different questions. I mean, I think yes, I agree with you that the poignancy of Bucky's death originally and why it mattered so much to Cap. Not so much what he meant to Cap before he died, but the death of Bucky himself mattered more in the comics because it was the last thing he saw before he went, before, before he, he froze. Before well, you he explained froze. that to me last night. Yes. Whereas yeah. here in the movie verse, he actually had time to kind of deal with that, and that's what kind of prompted him to do the last crazy mission against the Red Skull. Though the one thing I don't really see is the point in it was him even going back to the girl from the first one. Like as the old lady, Peggy. Yeah. Oh, because, because you know, because because now that now that you know what I mean. What's that? Oh, the only connection left to the past. That makes yeah, perfect sense. But okay, but I just like like when he came back the, the like when he runs out into the street. What's he but thinking? But based on what you've said, Peggy. yeah. But but what you've said though, uh, about with the comic books and that like his last thought is of Bucky and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't really see the point of making the movie his last thought being about Peggy. Oh, because right? it's because just, it works it's, it's, better it's for movie audience. Yeah, because people but, like romance, and yeah, they throw in but a little no, romance. But there's no, no romance, nowhere for it to go. No, I like, need, they, I didn't even go save last dance for me. It's not, it's not, I needed him to have Bucky die at that point to make yeah. it mean more. Yeah, I, I think it would probably, I, I think it might have worked better. I know they're yeah. probably going for it, romance. It would show, you're right, it, it would be a more raw wound for Steve Rogers to be dealing with. As opposed to already kind of been okay with it. Not okay with it, but at least coming to grips with it. Yeah, he's already had to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, because when he nice died time. in the first one, I felt like it's a random point in the movie, he just falls for train. whoop de doo Like, it didn't really... It was very... Yeah, just I didn't... There. It didn't mean much. I was like, oh, his buddy's dead. Mm. Yeah. No. Well, the only one of his buddies to die. It's a world... It's World War Two, and only one Howling Commando dies. That, I thought, was a little silly. Like, we... They could have at least said that maybe other Howling Commandos we didn't actually see died. Like... Because we, 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 there was a team, like there was a large no, we know. grouping, right? Yeah. It's just interesting that in this movie they make the point of showing that only one of them died in yeah. wartime. Like, I'm glad they did make a point in this one to 
bring Bucky back from the fold before I could say, remember Bucky? Okay, you should have yes. him in the first movie. They didn't realize that That's the guy true. who died randomly on the train three years ago was Bucky. Here's kind of the backstory yeah. to kind of no, bring it back. That, right? that was that was so nice that yeah, was, it was cool how they did Especially that. Especially people who hadn't seen the first one, they have at least something to work with. Right. And that little flashback of them on the porch where yes. he's like, I'm with you till the end, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they right. had a couple of flashbacks, right? Yeah. They did yeah. like two they of them or three of them. Yeah. And yeah, saw... the Smithsonian like uh museum thing was kinda neat too, like how they had the it was like a display, like that's what it was in the uh Cap's history. Yeah, Cap's history. Yeah. And it was kind of neat how they they made him go there and look, you know, look himself up, basically. Yeah, that was really cool. I, I think that's a great touch. Uh, I like that kind of stuff in comics when there's a character who kind of has, like, well, the Flash is a museum dedicated to him in the DC universe, which is its own thing. But I do like the idea of the Cap being able to kind of discover yeah, more about... They had an exhibit. ...how he's viewed by people. That's interesting. Because he's just a man, as far as he's concerned, but he's a legend to everyone else. And dealing with being a living legend, what that's like. I mean, as he says, he's ninety-five years old. You yeah. know, like that's gonna kind of warp you in some ways. Like you're, you think you're still in the forties, and everything else has changed, and everyone thinks of you as being one thing, but you're actually something maybe a little bit different. Yeah, true. Where were we, Paul? We keep interrupting you. No, it's fine. We've uh, we're not even we, at the we, elevator yet, are well, we? No, we? We got, we got <laughs> well, everyone the saw the entire elevator scene. It was a preview, the whole freaking thing. Um, so Fury gets attacked, taken out by the Winter Soldier. Um, we see his badassery. Fury manages to escape in the nick of time. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have to help me out here? What happens next? Well, I think what we were talking yeah, about was Cap went to the museum and did that stuff prior. No. I think it was prior. Yes, yeah, because so, he ends up at home. Okay, right. Yeah. So, yeah, so we, we talked about great. So Cap goes to the Smithsonian that, that to see himself, and that helps with... That seems really self-serving, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, but he's, you know, he's they're still playing the, the Lost in Time. His, he's well, questioning his, I guess, his he's ch- he's, Yeah, he's just... Yeah. Plus, he's good, he wants to see what happened afterward. He died, I guess, True. too, right? So exactly. that, that would discuss that as well. Plus, at some point in here, I think he'd gone to see uh, Sam, Sam Wilson again, I believe. Because oh like, yeah yeah because he went and talked to him. Remember that he went and uh, saw him. To the Sam VA Wilson was doing a class the, for, uh, for oh yes, PT, PTSD. Yes, he was yeah. questioning what's going on, and Sam was running a class for PTSD. people who had just come back from war, war and just getting See, them back. I like that kind of bonding. Life. I think that that's the bonding. I think that that worked. I mean, yes, yeah. we kind of saw it really quickly, but that was a nice quick scene. You can't bog that stuff down, right? Long as you drag on that, you start to go. Mm, let's get going. Absolutely. So uh, the timing on it was very good. It was very good. Yeah, he also goes and visits uh, Peggy. At he goes, yeah, then that's what that's yeah, where, so where he, everything leads into what we were talking about. Exactly. And then, yeah, Nick Fury ends up in Steve's apartment. So, yeah, but can we go back to, to Peggy for a second? Sure. I do like that they're building on the idea that she was one of the founding members of S.H.I.E.L.D. We already knew that from the Agent oh, Carter right, one yeah. shot. That was where on is that on? Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Blue? Okay. Um, it's a, it was a one-shot story that's showing what happens to Peggy after Captain America oh, okay. goes down. Are all, idea, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Are all of those one-shots on one or other Blu-rays? Throughout yeah, they're the on Marvel? all the different Marvel ones. Yeah, Each like, one-shot's yeah, with one of the different movies. Okay. I forget which ones are on which. Yeah. I think we've had, what, Because there's a there's, a there's a there's a one with Coulson before he goes to see Molnir. I don't know which one. There's uh, on the funny thing happened. I think that was Iron Man 2. What, right? Which one is that one? On? No, I think that's on. Or is it on Thor? Okay, never mind. Sorry, it's I, not really as long as they exist, I can go find them on my Blu-ray. Yeah. So I just there's wasn't there's sure. a, uh, something fun, funny happened on the way to the hammer. There's the uh, the consultant, which is sh- explains why Tony Stark shows up at the end of Incredible Hulk. Uh, then there's uh, the item forty-seven. Yeah, which I've is seen that one on Avengers. It's on Avengers, yeah. and then I believe there's uh, 
And then this one with Peggy. This one with Peggy, and then there's another one, Return of the uh, Is it Return of the King? Yeah, for the Mandarin stuff. Which yeah. is the Mandarin one, which I haven't seen yet. It's on the Thor Blu-ray. It's on Thor Blu-ray? The no. Dark World? Yeah, Dark World. Okay. Yeah. I Mine's coming in a week, so I can finally see what that's about. Okay. I don't know if I want to see more of the Mandarin, because I was not a huge fan of how they took that character in that movie. Well, apparently, my understanding is there's the something real Mandarin the... comes in against the poo-pooed Mandarin, and there's... <laughs> Uh, I don't even know how I feel about that because I'm gonna kill it. Well, the, the real Mandarin deserves more than just being in a one shot. But he, okay, but that will lead. to... Stop talking about Mandarin, man. <laughs> Getting hungry. <laughs> Seriously, a buffet. Want some Korean barbecue? Let's go. Okay, yeah. all right. So, anyway, anyways, so Steve finally gets home. So Steve finally gets home after some questing uh, and trying there's to find nice himself. Comic reference in here. Sorry, there's a nice comic reference when he's walking by his apartment and there's a lady that walks out from her apartment. Well, yes, we doing we, some laundry. We, we mean a nurse. What we believe is a neighbor. He tries to hit on her, and which was unsuccessful at the time. That nice blonde girl. She's cute. She's cute. Yeah. And she tells Steve, well, by the way, your radio is on. He's like, oh, thanks. But he's got some swanky 40s music. Swanky yeah. Song. Yeah. But he's like, I don't leave my radio on. So he sneaks in through his own window uh, and grabs his shield. He's just sitting there on, <laughs> just yeah. hanging out. Behind the door there. Sitting against the pants. He just like can't walk pantry. around with it everywhere. Yeah, that's true. And then he finds a very beat up Nick Fury on his couch. Um, so they're cranking the music, and he's he's texting on his cell phone, just showing him images, saying, you know, there's ears everywhere. Ears everywhere. Shield's been compromised. You know, don't trust anybody. You know, we're in a, we're in a position here, and then he gets blown away by a sniper. Three shots. Three shots. Yeah. Right. I did love that they play up Winter Soldier being a sniper because his first appearance in the comics was he was assassinating the Red Skull. And uh, it, it just it really stayed true to the. Well, they showed him. The, they the showed him the, in the first movie too. Yeah. He, he, he was, was covering his back. He was he was sniping. I oh, that's that. right. Which, yeah, yeah, I really like that they included that in the first yeah. movie because, again, as a fan of the character, I'm like, oh shit, that's what the Winter Soldier does. So I'm hoping they do that. Yeah. Which now we've done. So yeah, he uh, definitely lays in the Nick Fury there. It's so a bit of a shocker. Yeah, Fury gets taken out. Um, so Cap goes on foot to go get him. Which no, well, for first, oh, first sorry. the blonde girl breaks in, and then we're told she's, she's Agent Thirteen. Yeah, right. Yes. Which those in the comic universe know it's Sharon Carter. Yeah. Um, they call Agent Thirteen for majority of the movie. At the very end, they refer to her as Sharon, but nothing more. So they might be saving the Carter a bit for another movie, Adam. So yes, they're I there. I know they're there. In the comic, Sharon Carter is related to Peggy Carter. So oh, okay. Gotcha. So there's a family connection. So maybe they'll close out and Sharon later. ends up becoming one of the most, probably the longest standing love interest that Captain America has in the comics yeah. until until so she was murdered. They might be undecided on the on the Carter connection, so they just call her Sharon for now, and they'll maybe. do that. So I guess that's fine. Um, so then um, Sharon lets uh, Shield know that you know the big Fury's down. Fury's down. Yeah. Uh, what, what did she call it? I'll call. Him. I can't remember now. Big Fox. Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> big Fox. Some, I don't some know. code word. And then uh, Cap goes, I, I'm in pursuit. He chases the Winter Soldier for the first time. Jumps through his window, through, jumps through another building, through the window. Yeah, yeah the whole sequence. He plows through another building. running through the door. Yeah, I yeah. wonder how they get the insurance claim on that one. <laughs> yeah. It was just like shit destroyed in that yeah. office. Just you get a lot of collateral damage in superhero movies. And then it like bounces off one wall because it's like... Yeah, he's running full it's speed. It's reinforced and then it just keeps going yeah. the other way. Like it was crazy. Bounces off all these big shield dent. And then he lobs his shield full strength and, you know... Uh, Bucky turns around and just catches it with his metal arm and Cap's like oh shit throws it back chucks it back him. at him throws him back and then gone yeah. right so like what the hell's going on here now, the design of the Winter Soldier I really enjoy but at that point he didn't know it was Bucky no, no absolutely not no no, no. Absolutely not much yet. later we learn that uh, it, I, as I said before I like the face mask they use although they don't use it once we know so it's kind of 
It's really just for the audience's sake. It's sure. not really for anyone else's. Yeah. Uh, I like that they kept the long hair look. I mean, he looks like Steve Epting just drew him. Absolutely. And then he walked away from the drawing. No, right? the entire look was right out of the comics. They didn't fuck with it. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, honestly, I just hate it when they go and fuck with shit they don't have to fuck with. Yeah. And they did a great He's job. Just laying it down right I there. am. No, I'm serious. They mo- <laughs> Second guy that's talked business tonight. <laughs> Movie universes <laughs> tend to do that. And right here, they made it clean and simple. Mm-hmm. And as Tibor was saying, even the, the, the Captain Rogers suit was very well done. It translated really well on screen, even better than the Cap suit does, right? So it worked out really well. They and you know, I almost rather them use that going forward because it suits them better on no. the big screen, and I'd be okay with that. But yeah. I know they're going back to more Star Spangled Banner moving forward for Avengers Two and stuff, and that's fine too. Yeah. But this worked really well on screen. It suited them really well. I think they improved the helmet look too. It looks so ridiculous. Yeah, and I think yeah, and just like the padding of the suit because in the Avengers it was just kind of a flat suit. There was no padding on it. Whereas it looks better with padding. It just looks more lived in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and getting back to the Winter Soldier's look, I love that they still kept the star on his metal arm. Like, yeah, I noticed absolutely. that too. Sarah, like, Sarah noticed that as well. Those are like, deep... he's got a star on his arm. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, because he's a Soviet. Sweet tat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 some sweet ink on that metal arm. I, I do like, again, that they kept the metal arm. Again, they didn't change anything. No, they didn't mess they, with him at all. They kept him the way he's supposed he was to be. by the book. And I applaud Marvel Studios for not fucking with it. So thank you. And actually, having I, not I, like the Mandarin, yeah, guys, yeah, no more, no more Mandarin. <laughs> Have you seen Iron Man three? Uh, I fell asleep. <laughs> fell asleep in Iron Man two. Really, Iron, Iron Man's just haven't really wow. grabbed me per se. Okay, Thor, I fell asleep. Second one, I didn't really enjoy all that much. Man, it was better. It was better. Did you? Were you conscious the entire time? What's that? <laughs> were, were you Were you conscious <laughs> for the second Thor movie? Uh, which like, one? Were, okay, we're the second one. What was the se- what was the second one again? The second Thor movie. Oh no, we just watched that. I think. The Dark World. Where? Okay, actually, no. That movie, that that fight fight scene was good at the end there. Okay. With Loki and all that crap. Or was that Avengers? <laughs> that was I don't Avengers. even know. Okay, I don't know. It's all bleeding together. That's the, whole, the whole Marvel universe in a yeah. one. There's enough of the movies so that that starts. It is, to start, it is starting that, to happen. Yeah. I thought like watch Phase One and then going through Phase Two on. Yeah, and you guys, you guys, give me credit. Yeah. I've watched a lot of these movies in like the last like <laughs> two weeks. Okay, so, I know. It's very easy, awesome. especially. But with... I remember Thor One. I was out cold. <laughs> Thor One had pacing issues. Because right? uh, here I, I'm, I'm awesome, and I'm going to bore you on Earth for a while. Then I'm awesome again. It, yeah. It, but for some I, people, I that's what worked for the movie. It gave it that grounding, and then the second movie took that it grounding was too away. Grounded. Thank God. It's like Kelly really enjoyed the first one because again, you had very human elements. And then when you go to the Thor two, she's just screaming out kinds over Hemsworth. Relax. No, it's not even about that. You, but he's still in there, so like that's not enough of a reason. But in the second <laughs> Thor movie, you take away the more realistic and like real world aspects. And then it gets a little bit more fantastical, and for some people that just doesn't work. Like my wife. Yeah. Well, anyways, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but you were with- honestly the only ones that have really kept my attention have been the Avengers and the, the Captain, Captain America. America. No, I- and, and the Hulk movies are terrible. I don't even go there. <laughs> At Norton and whatever. Who's the new guy? Uh, Mark Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo, yeah. yeah. But he hasn't done really a pure Hulk movie on, on his own yet. Yeah, but I mean, so. it was Ed Norton, and who, who did the second one? Uh, no, 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 the first one was Banna. Banna. the second one. Eric oh, Eric, oh, Eric Banna, yeah. yeah that, that was I Banna. mean, I like Eric Banna as an actor, but So, this Hulk movie sucks. kept you awake. Was it more because the people behind you were talking? No, 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 it was the film itself. Okay. Yeah, don't worry, we're good. <laughs> that was annoying, um, we'll get back yeah, to that Yeah, we'll later. get back to that Oh, good. Um... But no, like I found, I find like really the only ones that I've been drawn to have been Captain America and the Avengers. Okay. Um, but like I said, watching the Avengers, I'm like, 
find it weird that Thor is part of the group. I don't know. It's just, I guess it's the whole comic book universe. Um, not you know. Thor's a hard sell. Um, I think they did a fairly good job in the Avengers showing why he would team up with them. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that with the Tesseract and all that stuff. And Loki. And, and Loki being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Loki does. Yeah. That's right. why we he's love him. He's got to stop being a whiny little baby brother bitch. That's what he's got. Yeah, well, he's, he's t- you know, well, anyways. Ooh, I'm not, I'm not the same as you. So, you know, like. <laughs> that loves you more. I have a different oh. daddy. Like, <laughs> get over it. You're adopted. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you still love the same. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, what's uh, that, Where were we now? Okay, so <laughs> if Fury gets taken out, we get Sharon Carter. Um, so Steve, Fury, Steve tracks. Winter Soldier and he loses them. loses them so we're in the hospital we see Fury on his deathbed yeah. right but to be fair after seeing Agent Coulson get brain poked by this device it's really hard to believe that Fury would be taken out by three gunshots yeah Fury I agree yeah, okay. so yeah okay. well, well, knowing, knowing that Coulson, so Agent uh, Coulson in Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. they, they yeah. reveal how he survives they I missed Spoiler that. Alert. It's okay. <laughs> I thought Coulson was dead. Coulson's alive. But now. wait, he's on the TV show, so he's right, yeah, alive. So he's yeah. alive. Okay. All right. right. But, Welcome to Level 7. Yeah, oh yeah. my God. There's too <laughs> much shit going seven. on here. Very good. To be fair, yeah, the, the death of Fury wasn't as uh, poignant as the death of Coulson. And, and the yeah. hospital, they think some random hospital like down the street. Like, but you know what? Like Watching that scene, I was like sitting there as somebody going, this guy's not dead. Right. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's coming back. There's yeah, no way. This yeah. is fake. I think most people would have probably yeah. figured it out by now. So I'm also sure it wasn't a shield facility that was high tech. It was like, then it was just who's that one goon guy though? Yeah. Which goon? The alpha guy, who was fighting uh, Falcon at the end. Oh, Brock Lumbo. And, and they found his burnt body and all. Yeah. That. yeah. In the comics, he's a well-established comic book villain. Is he uh, okay? Uh, his name is Crossbones in the, Crossbones. In the movie, but uh, sorry, not in the movie, in the comics. I like that he was. He doesn't need to be called Crossbones. Oh, I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's who Brock Rumlow is. Oh, Come on, Paul. No, I get it totally. Together. Like they, they give you no. They kind of. I was waiting for him to just get shot in the head. I mean, <laughs> this is probably me reading too much into it, but like the way that they had his um, his holster straps, too, it yeah. kind of made me think of the yeah, way that's true. His costume looks. Again, that could just be me reading a little bit too much into it, but sure, sure. No, I totally but, but you know what? If you're noticing name. it and reading into it, then there's probably something there. Probably yeah. no nice little. Nice I, and like me, I was like, "Oh, he's got cool suspenders." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I thought, yeah, it was really cool to have a character like that. Where if you are a comic fan who knows, it's cool. But he's still just an awesome kind of henchman, anyway. Like a shield turncoat. Who, well, at the beginning, he, meanwhile, my he, girlfriend's like, "Yeah, he was working with." Where him. do I know him? He looks familiar. Where do I know him? I'm like, he's in Prison Break. Like. I said, no, that's not it. And then we look at it after. She's like, oh, I dated a guy that looked like him. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Well, at the beginning, on, on the he boat mission, Cap, he's, right? he's a black ops lead that's working with Cap yeah. to yeah. take him out. And then afterwards, it changes to... Yeah, and we find out the, later on. Kind but of what's it? Goon We're Nazi in the hospital scum. right now. Fury is dead. Supposedly. Apparently dead, yeah. And uh, what's it? This so is where Marie, Marie Hill walks in. Uh, which I thought was a cool way of introducing her like uh, in person. Yeah, you right. don't see her face at first. You just hear her voice. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of a cool uh, way of bringing her into. And the... again, the idea here is that uh, everyone kind of wants to know why Nick Fury was in Steve Rogers' apartment when he was taken out, and that's right. kind of the central question. And they so they want Captain America for questioning before he goes for questioning. He has the the, the flash drive that Fury has actually passed off on him at this point. He hides it in a, in a vending machine. Oh yes, as he was dying, he gives Fury gives. Steve and then he, yeah, and then he, uh, then he go. He basically goes to the Triskelion where he's about to be interrogated by uh, Mister Pierce, um, and that was kind of an interesting kind of segment because 
you know, Pierce kind of trying to cajole as much information out of Yeah, he wants possible. to know what he knows. And also the idea there is that they're kind of framing Nick and that Nick Fury was actually involved oh, in absolutely. the, the so Nick I'm sorry, beverages are happening in the background. This doesn't usually happen. Um, Chris is handing out beers. So while this is, is all happening, um, the idea that Nick Fury has actually been framed, that he was involved with sending this sending this mission, uh, and so not everything was on the up and up, and so to try and convince Steve that, that there is more going on there uh, than he realized, which is kind of an interesting way of, of framing a dead man who can't claim otherwise. Uh, that he wasn't involved. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm just keeping the conversation going while everyone else is having drinks. No, no, no. <laughs> we're listening. We're listening. So, are we saying? No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, so that's good. Um, so, at that point, uh, Cap leaves, right? Yeah. He leaves the office and. Um, Goes, gets yeah, on the yeah, Civil War moment. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, not quite yet, but just about. First, we have the elevator sequence, which. Which is a Civil War moment. It's not. It wasn't in an elevator. Well, it's, it's, no, it's the moment that we know that, that Shield's that's turning not on. Right? Right? Yeah, that's when you start realizing sh- sh- shit's going south. Sorry, sorry, speaking of what Paul uh, Paul's saying, he's referring to. Uh, there's a comic Oh, the book, comic Civil War. There's a comic book uh, called Civil War, and in it, Captain America is kind of. The Shield tries to take him, and he escapes. What I was thinking more is when he kind of um, is on his bike, and he's flipping over the. Uh, Quinjet. The Quinjet, basically. That's what more that made cool. me think of that. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I guess you're right. The whole idea of S.H.I.E.L.D. trying to kind of take him out and him fighting back is kind of Civil War-esque. That was yeah. a great sequence, by the way. It takes out like 14 guys sequence. in the elevator. That yeah. elevator part was awesome because it's like two guys, three guys are there and then two more walk in. Yeah, and yeah, all so I was like, like all, right, all right, I know it's going down here. <laughs> no, yeah. let's go. And, and again, look. again, about to be a tense fight scene and what? There's a joke. <laughs> Cap, Captain's like, what did say? Anyone want to get off before we well, start yeah, this? Before we get started, <laughs> yeah. But I like how, how like on each floor when everybody's getting in, he's slowly figuring it out that you know these guys. Watch are the like looks at the one guy. The one guy's like yeah, sweating, sweating, and, and, sweating and, yeah. yeah. I think it was a cool way to build the tension. He sees the one guy with his hand on his weapon. And this is where it's very clearly we know that like Rumlo is a bad guy. He's the leading kind of the squad, so he's not. This is when we know that. But again, at this point, we don't really know what faction of Shield, like what's happening. Yeah, we don't know why. Who who has compromised Shield? What's happening still? Yeah, there's still lots of questions to be asked. They've left you kind of in in the in the wind. Absolutely. So and and they go like halfway through the movie at this point, and you're like still wondering what the hell's going on here. They've really woven a really well done plot. But it, yeah, it speaks to that's, but that's why I'm not falling asleep because you're sitting there going, okay, what's going to happen yeah, now? Like, what is going on? It is set up more like a thriller, and so even though you don't have those answers, you're not like bored or pissed off about what it. What was like, the runtime on that, by the way? The movie? Yeah, like, two hours, fifteen minutes. Okay. Yeah. See, but it didn't seem like two yeah, hours. Yeah, it, it was minutes. good pacing. It was like I said, good. the other movies that are like two hours, I sleep for an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> <of it>. like, <laughs> it's true. So anyway, Captain wake up. Oh, movie's over. What happened? Yeah, that's what makes movies so good. Like I, you see, enjoyed Thriller Dark World because there's a funny business. I enjoyed this movie a lot because it, it, it kept you guessing and kept you moving, right? Mm-hmm. As much as I enjoyed the, the second Wolverine over the first one, um, the biggest problem I had with Wolverine is because there were so many ridiculous plot twists and it kept changing and twisting and turning. I just got the Silver Samurai. Yeah, I never watched the Wolverine ones yet. I haven't seen them. The second one's good. The second one's good, good but there's just too many twists that gets overdone. And you, like, well, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, what the And it gets extremely comic book Yeah, it gets and really like, stupid. In, in the worst way. I mean, yeah. this movie was comic book in the in the best ways. Yeah. Taking yeah. the best elements of what a comic book I could really be. I really liked Wolverine, so... 
it was still a good movie, but there was definitely a lot of sharp turns that maybe didn't. Need I to personally, be there. I like sometimes when a movie slows down, and in this case, like it doesn't, which is fine. Sometimes it's good, and sometimes it works. In this case, it definitely there worked. was some slow. There were some slow, slow parts. It, like there it were did at times, but, but they were good. Like it was, it was just long enough that you need to catch your break. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. move the story a bit more. You know, like action, action, action. Yeah. So after this awesome fight sequence in the elevator, and, and Cap, that's when Cap breaks out. He breaks out. He's you know on on his uh, on his takes bike. Takes out the jet. Uh, takes out a wing jet, bouncing all over it. Yeah, his, yeah, bouncing his uh, shield. shield off shit. And amazing. Boom, 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 amazing. And then he basically goes back, I guess, to the hospital to get the the drive, and then he comes face to face with Black Widow. Perfect. And again, he's not really sure who to trust at this point because Fury's told him to not trust anyone. One. Yeah, because he was already kind of iffy with Black Widow based on her on the boat. almost betraying him on the boat, he felt, right? Mm-hmm. With her second She was mission. with him at the hospital as well when uh, when Fury was dying. Yeah, but then she steps away and you don't see her yeah. until back at the hospital. Yeah. So then they go to the Apple store. And they go to the That's Apple right, store yeah. and they, they try and hack the memory key. Yeah. Uh, and then Shield's but, on them again. Yeah, but they knew. They knew Shield was coming. They knew yeah, the they Shield knew, was yeah. coming. Yeah. And they were disguised, so they were prepared. And that's where they make out. Yes. On, on the, the escalator. On the escalator. First, escalator. Going First time since 1940. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> since 45. Well, they, what do they get off? They they, uh, they get the location of where the key was where they, encrypted, where, where, right? where it was encrypted. So yeah. they know yeah. Because they can't get into the information, but they were able to figure out where it was encrypted. Yeah. So, right. so, so then... So they're taking a honeymoon in New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, they their, co- their cover is that they're newlyweds. Yeah. Well, well, to the to, Apple guy. To yes. the Apple guy, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you can just, just brush them cover. off. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what kind of you know security they're running. <laughs> it's a wall there, sir. Um, yeah. So, anyways, so the, then the they knew Shield's coming. Meanwhile, they confront Shield, and they uh, they no, escape. Shield. They, they just, they well, they, 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 sorry, they, they just they get dodge him yeah, as best home. they can. Yeah. There's a giant manhunt coming. Well, this now. is where Natasha shows off her expert spy skills and stuff. That's and right. Because yeah. Steve's kind of worried and, and was waiting for a fight. I, and she's I like, like oh, no. that they show that he's kind of a fish out of water. Like he's a soldier. He's not a spy. Yeah. Kind of like Falcon says at the I end. I like of the Falcon movie. says at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That they are not people like that. They're not wired that way. Exactly. They're very different. So that, again. So they figure out where to go, and, and not they o- go. And not only is it it's very familiar to Steve because it's where he originally trained. Yeah, so New Jersey, which is the military base, ends up being it's the military base. Where, base. Yeah, decommissioned military base where he originally trained, and they had a brief flashback of Skinny Rogers. They brought that back in. So. I'm glad that we got to see a little bit more Skinny Rogers. Yep, that was kind of cool. Yeah, because it's five a, foot four, ninety five pounds. Yeah, yeah. And, um, um, and then they discover this bunker. Um, Steve notices that it's in the wrong place. Yes. Yeah. Because um, the munitions bunker is not supposed to be within whatever of the, the range. Of the yeah, yeah, it's not supposed to be that close. So that's how he knows something's definitely wrong. And doesn't just like pull there's the a door lock on the door and he smashes it. Smashes it. Smash yeah, that's it right. So they go down and they, they find the, the original Origins of Shield base. Yeah. And they're kind of <laughs> looking around there and they notice a draft and they find the secret elevator. <laughs> Yada yada yada. They just go further and further into yeah. the belly of the beast. So they keep, they keep finding more secrets, more lies, and they head down to the basement. And uh, this big computer apparatus. Yeah. That uh, looks out of date. At, at, uh, very out of date. Extremely and out of date. My first thought when I see this little camera on top of this really large computer screen, uh, oh, wait a minute. Are they going to do this? And sure enough, Arnim Zola, um, not as a humanoid. There's no suit, but no. the big screen face and the little camera head exists. So they made 
and Adam was very happy with this. Like, I was extremely happy. Yeah, yeah, Arnim Zola is a long-standing uh, Captain America villain and foil. Uh, he's one of the most ridiculous visuals that you're going to see because I'm looking at him right now. He yeah. looks ridiculous. <laughs> it's a robotic body with he's like, like he's like, hey, my chest is my face, and I have a crown on my shoulders. Well, it's not it's a crown. Camera. It's a camera. So it's, it, well, it looks like a crown. Let me make it look like a camera. <laughs> well, it's a crown. No, it's a camera. <laughs> Damn it! He convinced you. I'm the He's... king of the guy with ha- their faces he on their chest. Me. That's no, what it looks like it's a camera. And then he in his in his chest he has a video display. Does that look like a camera? Well, it's a very futuristic looking camera. My girlfriend won't answer all that. A very old looking camera in this case in the movie. <laughs> yeah, in the movie it's yeah. a very old looking camera. But anyways, the idea that they're actually going to use Arnim Zola and basically exactly the way he is in the comics is, was really exciting to me. Well, uh, it's cool, too, because he was in the first cap as a human being. Yep. So that was I totally cool. forgot he was in the first cap, so it was a double bonus for me. Yeah, no, it's really cool. And again, it's another link, and, and then you realize, wait, Hydra's still around? Like, that was really cool. That's the moment where right. it all and gets here's That's where you find out exactly. that so, th- This was an interesting moment because this is like the classic when the villain spills the beans moment. Yeah, that's right. And, and you find out that Shield exists, but in fact, it's Hydra this whole time. Yeah, Hydra was, so, was which, infiltrating Shield again, throughout the ages. As a fan of Secret Warriors, which is a comic book about Nick Fury re- discovering that Hydra is Shield and Shield is Hydra, and they're kind of commingled, I uh, really like that they kind of brought that into the into the movie. And actually, t- totally forgot about that until right now that that had even happened. But it was a very nice kind of. Uh, tie in to what I've already read in the comics, but bringing it into the movie universe and making the whole place seem really scary and makes me, you know, Shield has been kind of used as as this thoroughfare throughout the entire Marvel universe cinematically, and now to have that kind of really flipped on its head and the idea that Hydra, this entity that existed in the '40s, is still around was actually a really exciting move. Yeah, incredible. Like, totally. I didn't see that coming because they, again, they show us so much in the trailers, but at the same point, they don't actually show you got us no anything. story. All, all you knew that he's going to throw down with Winter Soldier. That was kind all you of. got out of the previews. Yeah, I mean, it's true. They, they, like, I thought when I saw the trailer that they showed too much, but they really, there's a lot in there that's not, not shown in the trailer. There's no plot in any of the trailers. I like showing too much like they did for the new Spider Man coming up. I know he's going to save the world. I don't have to watch the movie now. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose. So anyway, we find out too that why he's uh, actually telling him all this information is that he's stalling because they've they've launched a missile. Yeah, Yeah, big missile coming to blow the shit up. Yeah. So the the missile does arrive, which uh, I guess it was. Romanoff that figured that out, right? Or does he tell them? No, he tells them. Oh, he tells tells them them there's something coming. Yeah, and then they jump into the the floor grate. Yeah. Good thing he's got his shield because it keeps saving It saves his ass a lot, actually. Yeah, that shield comes in. Bring him shield, man. So, yeah, so at that point, the place is leveled and uh, they're in the basement. And then those guys. basically, like. Those guys come looking for him. They're leveled to the point where the basement is like the ground floor. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, everything's, Basically, everything's yeah. dissolved around yeah. them. Yeah. And then they take off and they, they go and list Well, those, are, those guys were looking for them, though, too, right? Yeah, they show, and they, show, they saw the footprint. Rumble. Yeah, so fuck, he's right that? So they're like, like oh, my, oh god. my god, he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking Captain America. Yeah. Can't stop that guy. More annoying yeah. than Captain So going back to some of the kind of ridiculous over-the-top moments, something like that, right? To survive that would be... Yeah, it was like, you know, well, it's not Indiana Jones in a fridge. N- no, <laughs> no, it's not. But yeah. you figure. But again, in, he's also to like. They're in, I know they're in a bunker, which would be reinforced that kind of attack, anyways. Yes. But considering how they already went down to the shield thing, and then pretty far down in the elevator they showed. Yeah. Well, we don't really know. They could have gone like a half floor. Uh, really? 
maybe okay <laughs> it does seem to imply that it's pretty down and yeah. for that to be totaled to where it's I know. ground floor I'm, they're I'm not a rubble it should be above them in theory but that's nitpicking it's, it's, totally it's the Marvel true. Universe who knows what kind of tech they absolutely. have absolutely that bomb exploded <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it the crater was huge <laughs> so, it was a big crater yeah it's a little bit taking it so, yeah, but here's a, where things but start it, is, to, it isn't as bad as Indiana yeah. so Jones here's where things start to unfold you know Crossbones calls for the asset Right? Yeah. Which we find out Swinter Soldier is now involved with Hydra. Uh, and Pierce, with Pierce, yeah. With Pierce, because he's sitting in his, his house, kitchen. Right, you see Swinter uh, Soldier in his kitchen. And what the hell? You didn't have to kill the they housekeeper. They didn't have to kill the housekeeper. Sure, they saw the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, she didn't know who she they were. No it's not like she was sitting there going, oh my god, Winter Soldier. She's probably there. thinking, oh shit, there's house guests, and I didn't know, and I didn't put tea yeah. on. No, let, let, her, let her leave and leave at that. You didn't have to bring her back to kill her. That was kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe, but what's up? It's to show just... the ruthlessness, too. It's sure. to underscore yeah. that, in case you weren't sure that Pierce Listen, is a villain... She might go and blab that there was this dude with a metal no, arm I sitting get, on the... I, I, guess, I guess hate, pointless, and isn't death, and that was... But now, for sure, you know no, that no, he's no, a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, but now you know Pierce is a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, sure. it's, it's basically underlining it. And to be fair, if I were Pierce, I would have taken her out, too. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because she could go blabbing about, like, oh, my God, uh, I, you know, I saw this guy with a metal arm, and he had a gun in front of him. What was going on? She could have just left and left him. Okay. No, that was it. So now we you, know you can't sure. leave loose threads. Two in the chest. I vote. Yeah. No, she left the first time. She had no idea. She would have been gone. Came back for a Oh, I, I see died. what you're saying. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? Uh, okay, to be fair, she didn't have to come back. back. Come back. Yeah, yeah, all right, fine. Okay. But if she did show up and come back, I would shoot her too. No, no. You want pillow? To be fair, that's not what she said. She forgot something and she came back. I forgot my phone. Anyways. From there, we have, I guess, Cap and Black Widow needing help. Yeah, so they, they find refuge with Falcon because he's the last person they can trust. He's not, he's not, like, Falcon is not involved with S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point. He's, uh, he's not a at all. He's just some, some vet. In fact, he never is involved with no, S.H.I.E.L.D. No, exactly. Not he's just some vet that, that some guy that Cap, yeah. Cap knows that he feels he can trust. And exactly. In a world where he can trust nobody. Exactly. exactly. He thinks he's like a former pilot and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah. Because he says he says he flew, didn't he? Yeah, he said he flew. He didn't he say flew he flew and helicopters. He paratrooper down. To yeah, the he, he told he told him he was a pararescue. Yeah, yes. he told him that, yeah. which is technically still correct. Yeah, and he, he said, said he, that his wingman. He said, "Oh, what?" He said his wingman was killed, yep. yeah. and that's all he said. He didn't say I was flying helicopters. I wasn't nope. doing this or that. And that's neither here nor there. Who cares? Yeah. Who that? So I was, I'll work into the, the cool flight suit they introduced to make him the Falcon. The Falcon. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and I guess this is right about the time that they kind of decide they're going to. They're going to break into shield, team up together into the headquarters, right? Yeah, in order, in order to do that, they need to get Falcon's suit, yeah. which we don't actually see them getting, which is fine because it would have been kind of a, a needless. Side with another mission. fifteen minutes of the movie that didn't need to be there. Yeah, and then we uh, this is where we see Senator Stern, who we haven't seen since Iron Man Two, played That's by Gary right. Shandling. I totally forgot about that until after the movie when well, you told for, me. Well, first because when they, they need they, to get st- when they chase with Falcon first, they, they start putting things together and they yeah. start. On. That whole boat thing was uh, that was one thing I kind of maybe missed, and maybe if you want to re-explain this properly, sure. um, when they realize like Fury hired the pirates to take the boat. So yeah, Fury hired that French guy. Well, was that ever really that clear? Like I, I wasn't sure if that was framing and, and or if that was real. No, because no, that, they, they did figure that that's what it was because yeah, I, Fury needed to get on there. To he get needed the to figure out. He, he figured something was up. Was I mean that was his way of okay. finding out what was going on. Gotcha. Right. Because so Natasha, Natasha Black Widow got the key, and I think the key that she got is the one that he gave Captain America. Is it Correct. Not? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. But I think also it's a. Uh, 
the ship. Everyone's wondering how did a, a random shield boat get attacked by pirates? But he also sent it off course or something, didn't he? Like, didn't they mention that the ship was in a weird space, a weird spot? Yeah, it was in a weird space. Yeah. So, like, I think they, they implied that Fury had had told them to sort of move. And uh, and in the. Uh, in, the, in that original sequence on the boat, uh, Jasper Sitwell was there, who is a, a pre-existing agent, which I'm That's very, right. very sad that he ended up being Hydra. I, I agree, too. Because I, I really enjoyed him. He was in, again... He was uh, in the one-shot. One he was in the Marvel... Uh, one was that the first show? one or two I think he yes. was... I think he'd already actually shown up somewhere else, but maybe not. It might have been in that one shot, but he's been no, elsewhere. I, when I first saw him, was the one shot. He's been in the TV series. Like, he's been yeah. in a bunch of places. And so yeah, it's for too them, bad that he ended up being Hydra. To make him Hydra and... Him. Ended, well, yeah, he ended up meeting the pretty front, of, front of a bus or truck yeah. or something. Yeah, he definitely loved out of the highway. Yeah. He met it all right. Yeah, that yeah. deal. He repainted that vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so we uh, so we see Senator Stern uh, saying Hail Hydra. So now we realize how kind of deep the corruption goes. To Sitwell, Sitwell is then uh, basically not blackmailed by Falcon, but they take him out. Um, they're going to you know rough him up and Captain America. And Black Widow are dealing with him. Black Widow actually throws him off a building, which I was like, holy shit. But this is where you first see the Falcon. This suit. is where we first see yes. the Falcon in action. Yeah, he gets to pick him up and bring him back to the rooftop. And he spills the beans. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, he pretty much shit himself yeah. probably yeah. all the way down the building like, exactly. as he was falling. Way better than Batman. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, because you have no no reason to believe that you're not going to die, and that I was I was like, oh, I shit. thought it was done. That was it. Yeah. I really thought he was dead. Yeah, so she kicks him off, and then talks about, oh, what about that other girl yeah, from finance? It was like, crazy. Oh yeah, because because she's trying to set up Cap. The, the whole movie is trying to yeah. set him up, yeah. giving him people to date. What's yeah. interesting about that too is because at that point we don't know that the sequence to get the. This suit for Falcon has already happened. Yeah, yeah, we, that's when you, yeah. They yeah. mention it. That's right. They mention that they're going to have to yeah. get it, yeah. but you kind of think they're going to show it, and then they don't, which is fine. But yep. which is, again plays with your expectations. That'll be a deleted scene thing in the, in the no, no. I'm, I'm glad it. I'm glad it. It, it makes the pacing it makes that scene better. work better. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if we knew that oh, there's there's no danger to the that to sit well, then it doesn't have the same resonance. But yeah, I'll be honest. I thought he was dead. This, too. The, yeah. We have to fear just like the Sitwell does that he's dead. And yeah. that makes it more effective for the audience. Because a long enough pause, right? Where kick yeah. them off, they're bantering for a bit, which is super and you're weird. And the cut to the next scene, and oh wait, here comes Falcon bringing them back up. Right yeah, now. you know, like I know Cap has killed people, but usually in the heat of battle, and not just you know letting someone else dump someone off mm-hmm. the roof. Like that's pretty. Yeah, you know, yeah, that is kind of uncap like when he dumps people off of things or off boats in the water. Like to be fair, although they probably died. Well, I'd like to believe. Well, if they were unconscious, yeah, maybe they would drown. Or they might the way he was talking people but up. They were, those, yeah. were, those were enemy, like, uh, you know. Like yeah, he had to enemy do. combatants. Again, in the heat of battle, it's it's a little bit different for Cap. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, Sitwell, like, gives up all the beans and lets them know what's going on. Most of the beans. And they're, they're going to bring him, I guess, to the Triskelion. That's that right. Point. They said they were going to take him with them, too. Because they wanted uh, to, to use his, like, retinal scans yeah, and all Yeah, they wanted to use him to get past security. But uh, Sitwell doesn't no. make it that far. No, when her no. soldier comes in, tosses him out of the car, rips out the car door, Lands on the roof, out, yeah. yeah. And uh, another amazing uh, car action sequence ensues. Actually, you know, to go back for a second, just because I think we didn't even mention the fact that the the fury sequence in the in the car really was a car chase. Like mm-hmm. it was a protracted scene. Yeah, like, it was interesting that again because he got away, they were chasing all that crap. Yeah, like it wasn't just like they were gunning his car. Like there was actually a long chase sequence there. And that Absolutely. was actually pretty cool to see. Yeah, that fury actually got again his own kind of sequence, his own thing to do. It had nothing to do. He with He was cat. pretty badass too. Because absolutely. 
he got he got to shoot the the gun out the window. And yeah, yeah. Gun yeah we, left, like we left. We left. Yeah. <laughs> we left all I'd that love stuff to have one of those. That'd be <laughs> wicked for road rage, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like, little mini gun. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Oh, for sure. Yeah, if you're a guy, even even having been shot, like he's, and so making the reference to the uh, the flying cars was cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. even though it didn't work, which no. was a good way of not doing it. And, yeah, yeah, keeping your budget down. Yeah, yeah, it's not the holy cares. Not that they like spared any expense with this. No, artist. that's true. So so Sitwell's dead. Sitwell dies, and then there's another massive. Uh, there's a car chase, foot chase, a pretty quick car chase, and then they get uh, blown out of the car, and then you have the first major throwdown with Cap and Bucky, mm-hmm. and it goes. It's pretty sweet. The Winter Soldier, still. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't know. Well, yeah, no. Plus, we're gonna find out. Well, this is the, the, this the, the battle where you find out. This is where he right? finds him. So he cracks well, the glass well, and first, they come off. Well, before that even happens, you have the cap just gets kind of thrown out of the sequence for a bit because he's thrown. It's through thrown that in bus. that bus. Oh, off the bridge. <laughs> <in> the <bus. laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he just gets totaled. Like he's just, yeah. he's, he's Natasha and Falcon basically battling yeah. all the guys yeah. who are shooting at them, which is really cool. But you can see the magnitude of like. The armies are throwing out these heroes and they're mm-hmm. trying to take them out. The, like the the attempts of, of on their lives, it's just incredible. Yeah, to be fair, it was a like he gets thrown pretty hard at that bus. <laughs> wasn't the shield? He had the shield, shield though. Didn't I, he? I, I guess he did have the. Shield. Oh no, the shield. Oh, ended wasn't up on the, the ground? Sh- no, yeah, so, that's right. Sorry, the shield isn't with him. He just gets thrown at that bus. And what would and he you survives. give? Out of ten for a rating for invulnerability. <laughs> Honestly, well, oh, unless the shield was there and then it like ricocheted I down. I can't remember now. Who cares? But... Bottom line is, he's a super soldier. It's never quite made clear in the movies. I mean, okay, this bus is... windows don't penetrate his body. Well, to go to go to the bullets do. To go to the comics just for a second. So in the the standard comic book universe, the six one six. Does he have he... like skin like Hulk? That no, Captain America no, is is just Carmen. Yeah, Captain America is just the the very best that a, that a regular human being could be. But in the Ultimate version, he's that plus he has super strength and more level of of durability. In the movies, it's never been explicitly stated which one he is exactly which one it is. It's I think it's, safe it's to more that he's more superhuman than like his strength he here. The fact that he's able to kind of throw the rubble off. Well, look how fast he can run. Too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's not just peak human. Yeah. Like he's yeah. not just no, he's way athlete. beyond that for yeah. sure. He's yeah. definitely yeah. beyond. I think I think that's probably why they did the running sequence to sort of establish that this guy is like is, yeah. is, is more than just. Although again, that they kind of did that in X Men First Class too, though with Beast and the yeah, Xavier. That's true. But this was a lot better. This was this was yeah, it was well oh, done. Yeah. Done yeah. Well, because that looked cheesier too. That was, it yeah. did. Yeah, this looked better. Yeah. That just uh, looked like they were trying too hard. Marvel Studios needs the X Men back so they can fix them up. I don't know. There's like, a future past I have hope for, but still. Again, well, I'll, I'll talk totally about that. Totally different movie. Podcast. We'll, we'll do a podcast for My that only too. issue with the, watching the trailer for that is that movie looks so morose. But First Class was a was, was a breath of fresh air. It was fun. It was exciting, and then the new movie looks so depressing. Okay. which is fine. It just it's got to be for that for that story. I think. I I hope that's all it is. But Brian Singer can't make doesn't do fun. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll see. What has he done that's fun? Let's get back. I, I, I don't know about all other podcasts, my friend. Let's okay. get back to Cap. So at this point, there's the big battle, and then finally, Cap, uh, Cap actually gets I mean, to see Bucky's face. Yeah, we reveal he's actually Bucky. And there's he, an awesome sequence. He's like, yeah. "Holy shit!" And Bucky yeah. actually yeah. just stops. who the fuck is Bucky? Yeah. Bucky's yeah. looking at him yeah. like, "Who's Bucky? Who's Bucky? Yeah, he doesn't Bucky. know who he yeah. is. Yeah. Who are you talking to?" But he t- but he spoke German during the battle scene too. Didn't he, he did. Uh, was it German or was it uh, Russian? 
It may something. have been Russian, but it's that yeah, he speaks a foreign language for sure. Because okay. I mean, it, to, in the, the, to the other soldier, I thought it might have been German too, but I'm not sure. Well, I like, think it's German. I would think it was German because in the comics, he, he was never actually part of Hydra. He was just a Soviet soldier. Okay, he was mind controlled and brainwashed by the Soviets. They would put him on ice. They would use him whenever they needed to, and then because he was a perfect kind of sleeper agent, because he was you know this regular looking American guy, American accent, and then they put him back on ice. Um, which they do sort of explain. They here, make a reference to that. Yeah. They make yeah. it very quick. But yeah, the fact that because he's been out of cryo freeze, he's starting too long. To, they can't. He's not the perfect soldier that they need anymore. He's yeah. starting to kind of think. He's starting to ask questions. Exactly. Uh, it's there's a kind Just of because he, he makes a reference to well. Let's get back to the the scene. Well, this first. is where it is pretty much because uh, Cap sees Bucky, and then they get ca- he gets captured. Uh, captured by uh, Shield. Right or yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they well, Hydra, they get yeah. taken in basically by Hydra and Shield. Yeah, and then this is what we were just talking about was that Bucky is he's in the chair. Oh, he's in that room. Yeah, and sit uh, not sit well. What's it called? Uh, Pierce. Pierce walks in, and then yeah. they explain that yeah, he's he's uh, he's starting he's to remember car. things or whatever. Yeah, because he, so he do like a mind wipe like, on I, kn- I knew that guy. Who's that guy in the bridge? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know that, that guy. guy. I knew yeah. that guy. Like who yeah. is he? I I do like how they how they figured out a way. Okay. In the comic books, the only way they were able to take away the Winter Soldier being a brainwashed kind of zombie and give him back his his memories was kind of very convoluted that you couldn't do in a movie. Because in the comics, they used the Cosmic Cube, which is basically the Tesseract, and it works a little bit different than it does in the movies. And it was Captain America wishing with the Cosmic Cube that Bucky would remember who he was. You can't do that in, in this movie, especially mm. in the, the way the cinematic universe has unfolded. The Tesseract is something completely different. It's not just the Cosmic Cube. So I like that they kind of built in a way that because he's been out of cryo-freeze, cracks are starting to show in, in his in his brainwashing. I think that's a really smart way of doing it uh, without going to the the more kind of far-fetched um, comic book aspects. Yeah, it's a simple origin. explanation. Absolutely. No, but then they... Then they mind wipe. Then they him mind again. wipe him again, and he's yeah. back to being the man. But again, that doesn't necessarily hold. No, no, which I like. Yes, quite a lot. Um, again, due to the him being thawed for so long, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, and then, so at first I thought it was going to be Agent Thirteen building them out, but ends up being Mary Hill. Yeah, that. Uh, That's right. Because they're in the truck. Where they're being transported on the yeah. truck. Yeah. yeah. So she rescues them with that amazing laser gun that can burrow down to the depths of the earth. Yeah. Um, well, it's the second time we saw it because yes, Fury did the same That's how thing. Fury got away from yeah. Winter Soldier. Again, it was at least already established earlier in the yeah, movie. That's fine. <laughs> um, and then we find out Fury's still alive and they're in a big safe house and then they're kind of trying to... Um, sort all this shit out. Sort all this shit out, right? And stop the plot of these uh, these three helicarriers mm-hmm. who have the insane ability to assassinate anyone from anywhere. Um, yeah, whether, whether it's based on... Now or future, yeah. Because yeah. there's an algorithm. Yes. Which I mean, is the it... guy, the computer face guy, came up with. <laughs> <laughs> the computer face guy. <laughs> so Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. Arnold. I mean, and this yeah. is this is a, a common thing that we're seeing in a lot of um, you know, not really science fiction anymore, but fiction that's happening these days. We're seeing a lot of more of these ideas preemptive of strike. preemptive strikes. I mean, the, the TV show Person of Interest is very much based on the idea of being able to use all this data to try and figure out threats before they happen. So, I mean, this is happening everywhere in kind of fiction these days, especially in a post-9-11 environment. Mm-hmm. So having that kind of be the end game here, that Hydra's going to kind of corrupt and use what's meant to be good to assassinate anyone in their ways is a nice 
it's very diam- it's very classic comic booky. Like we're gonna rule the world, but it works. Well, it also works into the the Nazi demographic of like you know we're wiping out anybody in our way as well, right? Absolutely. So it works nicely with the with Hydra, I think, because mm-hmm. it applies to that as well as it's still relevant. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a smart smart move. Very true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so here's where we figure out that okay, we need to stop these three helicarriers. They're all linked together via satellites, so for, we have to kind of change the targeting systems on all three. Mm-hmm. Um, so Fury has conveniently these three chips <laughs> yep. that they have to go into each of the three helicarriers into a very convenient underneath yeah. the hull yeah. glass dome thing yep. that they can go in and easily access because they know the codes. They're very smart. Classic McGuffin. Classic, yes. Absolutely. Um, you know, obviously... Uh, that leads into the big final yeah, sequence. Why would you put the, the computer core right there? And <laughs> why wouldn't you? What's also important about that sequence is the idea that... I guess I'd throw in a two-inch exhaust port and hope it finds <laughs> <can't see> it. <laughs> What's important about that sequence is also Steve kind of saying that everything goes. Like, shield... We got yes, right, they decide yeah, right yeah. then and there that if, if Hydra goes, shield is done, yeah. Yeah, we're not just taking we're, so we're, we're blowing all this shit up. Yeah. yeah because you is, can't be certain that you're going to get just the cancer. Like, it's, it's permeated shield so completely mm-hmm. that not even Nick Fury realized what was happening... Uh, which would never happen. Well, well yeah, because it could happen. He admits that he didn't know Pierce was uh, against him. Yeah, because they're pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. He has to keep both eyes open. Yeah, they do. Up, they do play that Pierce and Fury have a history, and uh, they were very tight. Which is a, a good way of, of building the character because yeah. we've only ever seen Fury, and now we're suddenly getting this guy who's above Fury, which is it. it they yeah, did it's good... true because Fury's always sort of been the guy, right? Yeah. And now so, we're yeah. seeing someone higher although, up. Although building him in is, you know, the kind of the liaison with the council is a nice way of kind of getting around it without feeling like we're missing something. It's yeah. just another uh, a nice extension of what we've already seen. And the way that they build it up and showing it that there is a camaraderie between him and Fury at the beginning, again, lets the audience buy into it more as opposed yeah. to just being like, who's this guy? He's going to be a bad guy. Absolutely. I mean, you kind of think he will be, but you're not quite sure. Well, you don't see the turn until the the kitchen scene, right? And and a big part of this, too, is the fact that Robert Redford doesn't usually play villains. He's kind of more heroic. He's Butch Cassidy. Yeah, he's way back in the day. (laughs) He's a heroic character, generally, and his more modern roles have all kind of been in that line, like in Spy Game, etc. So having him kind of be the villain, it plays against what he is usually typecast as being, which works in the service of the film. Yeah. So, yeah, and then... Fury says, uh, "It looks like you're giving the orders now, Cap. Right? Which is yeah, yeah. The captain's taking over again. Right? That's right. Which that happens in the comics, so I'm cool. So <laughs> there's after that, we have a brief moment of you know reflection, reflection on the bridge. Yeah, Cap needs to talk to Falcon, and Falcon's like, you know what? He's not who he is anymore. But Cap's no, he is. He's in there. I'm gonna make him remember. Mm-hmm. He's determined in that, and then he's got to get uh, his classic costume. So he races his Philium. Which and is where we have the Stanley, Stanley cameo. cameo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, as the janitor. Because he no, needs no, security some... guard. Security guard. Sorry. Security guard. He's going to be fired because yeah, he lost cause... the Captain America yeah. costume. The original. Yeah. Now we're talking the World War Two original Cap costume, not his Avengers Cap costume. That's. Um, I like that because that's something he's definitely has done in the past in the comics when he hasn't had his costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually from the Smithsonian. He once at one point took his triangular shield. Shield. Ones. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, again, for the comic book fans, it's kind of a nice shout out to something that he has done in the past. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cool way to bring back the the suit from the first one as well, yeah. like it, with sort of having it make sense right? for the big battle at the end. Right? Yeah. So him, Falcon, and Marie, he'll go and uh, try and get the and well, I guess uh, Natasha, they will get the job done um, for the final scene. So yeah, they, so, so they launch the hail carriers. 
Well, what I like about well, that too is that stop the launch is originally what they well, wanted. Well, what I like right? too Initially, is that yes. the whole idea is that you also have the security councils coming yes, to Shield, I'm which sorry. Is, plays a huge part. Yeah, so they're going to be there in person. They're going to oversee what's the actual launch of all these things, and so we don't actually see Natasha for a while, and we're kind of led to assume that she's somewhere doing something, which she is, just not what we expect. Exactly. So yeah, it's kind of yeah. a hilarious but awesome sequence. Absolutely. Yeah, security council ends up in the Triskelion. Um, and uh, then Steve Rogers um, raids, I guess, the main communication Yeah, room. commandeers the PA. Right? Yeah. And so Abed from Community is in the movie. <laughs> yes, he is. is. Yeah, so weird. everyone went fucking nuts over it behind <laughs> us. Oh my god, it's Abed from Community! whoop you fucking do He's not actually doing anything ridiculously amazing in this it movie. It did feel very so. much like, guess what? I'm in this movie. Yeah, like, he's a popular guy right now, so he's in the movie. Like he Good just for felt, him. He felt but. very conspicuous, but it's also because um, the the directors of this movie have also, I believe, directed episodes of Community. Okay, and they come from that, so it makes it's sense. It's fine. It's great, but yeah, it's the, not the much nerdgasm behind us was just ridiculous about it. But well, to be fair, we'll get to those people later. <laughs> We're not getting to those people. The <laughs> All I heard the whole movie was yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. The less said, the better. Oh, yeah. finger banging going on. <laughs> That's what I thought, but... <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm glad I... We ra- are. I'm glad it I was ranked- literally a nerdgasm happening a- behind yeah. me the entire <laughs> movie. I'm glad I ranked this episode as explicit. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, yeah. You, so, uh, well, your wife dropping the C-bomb in the first episode. Yeah, that kind of, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> I guess that See kind of, you next Tuesday. That did establish so a precedent. So Steve commandeers the PA and goes over the trash can and says, Yo, S.H.I.E.L.D., we're yeah. fucked. <laughs> Hydra has <laughs> taken over. So I know some of you are still low shield, but you were been compromised. So I don't know where you stand. I'm, I'm sure there's bunks you that still want to serve your country. So those who are willing to stand with me, please do so. If not, those of you that are Hydra, the secret's out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's time to fuck shit up. Yeah. Exactly. So, it was pretty. It was quite the speech, and then yeah. it was kind of funny because yeah, Falcon's, Falcon's like, Falcon's like, like did you write that down before yeah, yeah. you did it? Before <laughs> or you just do that off the top of your head, yeah, was, yeah, which yeah. was kind of quite a, like it was a good little nod at it because it was quite the speech. Capture said, "I feel like I rush it. I rush it." <laughs> Yeah. Um, so then they uh, they're about Basically, to the guns helicopter. start popping out of everywhere, yeah, exactly. right? Because then you, you have know, everybody's everybody's like, guns yeah. on one another. The they don't get, know who's yeah. who. The yeah. lines are divided. Crossbones comes down, talks to this poor uh, poor techie guy, and says, "Launch the helicarriers." That one tech has a lot of power. Yeah, like that one guy is able to whole, set the launch sequence for three yeah. helicarriers. Wh- but gotta give the guy credit. He says no. Yeah, he, yeah, he say no. Says, there are problems. There are problems. Like, no. And then even with a gun to his head, he refuses. And then Sharon Carter tries to step up for him, right? And that ensues the big gun fight, and then Crossbones just takes over, and he ends up launching the helicarriers. So they take the air, and you know everyone's just fucking shooting each other. It's uh, it gets, starts getting really crazy, but Hydra eventually kind of wins out the firefight. Mm-hmm. I guess they just kind of outnumber, and I guess the element of surprise was still kind of there because you don't know who you're trusting, know, right? Yeah. Um, and the hell breaks loose. So, um, and then you start the process, you know, Helicarrier 1 and 2 get taken care of Pretty fairly quickly. quickly. Very quickly. And yeah. then they get pressed for the third one. Um, and and then, Winter Soldier's on the third on the th- one. Exactly, right. Now, yeah. I mean, I, I really liked um, Winter Soldier basically taking Falcon apart, like, pretty easily, like... Oh yeah, like, with like, like the grapple gun and like ripping them down, like that was actually pretty awesome sequences. Yeah, he dismantles them. Pretty yeah, yeah, fast. like Falcon so can take care of himself versus regular goons, but it came to someone as badass when you're soldier. Not you ain't you're, you're still a rookie here. Still showed him that yeah, yeah. you're just a guy. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the, the kind of the, the money shot for the movie, which is Captain America versus Winter Soldier again. They're both in full costume this time because the yep. first time he 
cap was just in it's the close. Close, yeah. Yeah. and uh, it's a pretty good sequence it's, it's interesting to see that cap does not want to fight his friend but he will no and he even throws the first punch or shield so to speak yeah um, you know just don't make me do this don't make me do this and it's like and Winter Soldier's standing there saying, nope, we're doing this. He's giving him nothing. Yeah, but when Winter Soldier's looking at him, like, I yeah. don't know you, right? Because remember, he's been, his, his, yeah. he's been brainwiped Wiped again. mush. And, uh, and they throw down, and it's a, it's a pretty decent fight. Yeah, it was a good fight scene. Good yeah. hand-to-hand. Yeah. The one thing I, w- I was hoping that they would say, but they didn't, as, uh, especially because there was a lot of moments where they could with uh, Cap versus Bucky, is I wanted Cap at one point to say... Just because he said this in the comics, and it meant more in the comics, I guess, but it was, remember who you are, and I was just like, just say this, just say it once, but mm. instead they had the, the line But they had the, the line flashback. of uh, the one flashback. Of, yeah. Uh, with it to the end. I mean, yeah, to the end of the line. To the end of the line, yeah. And uh, then helicarri- the helicarriers all mashed together and... Well, no, because they... Well, they, they, your they, classic they, well. three seconds left... <laughs> We're gonna blow. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna like the targeting sequence. The targeting sequence for all the which is a cool like, sequence because I would love to slow that down because I'm sure there's a lot of names there. Well, yes. what's her face uh, uh, from Maria Hill? Yeah, yeah she's the first she target. was like the first target. Yeah, and then it zooms out and it starts targeting like, all these people. We see Tony Stark. We see the president. Target. Pre- target. Yeah, the yeah. president. Like actually, speaking of things that were just thrown out, I forget at which point of the movie it was mentioned, but. Uh, Doctor Strange or Stephen Strange was mentioned. There's a name drop. He was name dropped at one yes. point because they've Correct. kept saying that that may or may not be one of the next movies they do. Um, so at least he was name dropped as existing in the same universe with Bruce Banner and the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Bruce Banner I think was targeted too. Yep. Um, I wonder where he was on the grid. Yeah, it, was, it goes by so fast. Because like, I mean, they did targets up to a million people, right? Per it was a lot of it was people. a lot of people. It was like, yeah. well, when they were showing the count, it was up at like eight hundred thousand. Yeah, but, but then, yeah. It's, then shortly after, it was like it's hit its capacity or whatever. Yeah. which I think they said it in like one. He mentions it earlier. Yeah, yeah I think earlier it's like the, sixteen million. Here says something. you can you can get like a million people per yeah, per go that. or something. Yeah, like I think that. he said the total people like they want to wipe out it's sixteen 20, million. Twenty million. Together, 20, but, Twenty million to save seven billion. billion or yeah, something yeah, crazy, yeah. Something stupid. Yeah. Hmm. So, so yeah, they have the fight the scene. Of the many yeah. So at the very the last second, of course, he throws the last microchip in, saves everybody. Well, and well he's pretty badly injured at this point. Yeah, because even four gets shots. Shot. He's, he's just shot, shot a bunch four of times. times Every time he gets closer, because I mean, what we're, skip, what, we're, what we're skipping here is he has the battle with Bucky. Mm-hmm. He chokes Bucky out. Yes, yeah. and you know, goes to climb up to put the chip in, and Bucky kind of comes to. I him. did like how yeah. visceral their fight was. Like it definitely felt like he could feel it. Like and it, having it just end with like a brawl. And him just choking him out like that felt very like, you know, broke his arm to his other arm, not the metal arm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Stupid metal arm. (laughs) Well, he broke he broke it earlier. (laughs) Yeah, he did damage it before. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, they had to repair the metal arm. But yeah, so at this point, all the helicarriers are under like because they control because well no because uh, I think yeah the retargeting system was the helicarriers, so they just start shooting each other. Yeah, Yeah, so they blow the three out of the sky. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they start, kill each other. All the helicarriers. Yeah, you know, and Cap goes back down. Yeah. And although we have yeah. Sam Wilson versus uh, Brock Brumlow at this point. Oh yeah, they're fighting. They have a yeah. throwdown. And also, nice. in the meanwhile, you have the Security Council who oh, gets yeah, that's all oh, that completely. Oh, yeah, okay. So, Holy so crap. you have the Security oh, wow. Council. <laughs> this is the good is, reveal here. Uh, you yeah. have uh, you have four older gentlemen and this little old lady um, who make up the council. And they've been pinned with these like uh, uh, pins when they arrive. To get them through doors, and to get them which through was doors, pull so a security thing, right? But it's a trap, right? To, to hurt it's them. It's a trap. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd say that. Getting there, beat me to it. Uh, 
And then, you know, Pierce, uh, the cat's out of the bag with Pierce, right? Yep. And as Pierce is just about to... Uh, well, they call Pierce like, you smug bastard, like, because then they realize that they're screwed. Yeah, exactly. So, as they're about to... Um, yeah, he's about to shoot one of them, right? Yeah, Pierce about to shoot one of them, and then the little old lady kicks some serious ass. That sequence is awesome. Yeah, it was like, all of a sudden, it was... Middle-aged woman's like <laughs> she has to move up that yeah and just oh she's upwards of Pasha. 50 like, for yeah. sure right? yeah. Outside, yeah so that's her black widow reveal and she's there yeah, which was cool one. again she had some sort it's of technology mask. on her yeah. face right like it was like a mask yeah, yeah. that yeah. I think Mission Impossible was better all I could think yeah. about I, I was like image inducer image inducer because that the, that's a common uh, it was kind of close that, very close yeah. it looked like it was some sort of cloth or something yeah, that went over pop, her face yeah, yeah. yeah. So she kicks some ass. That was an awesome sweet. sequence. Yeah, it worked really well. Again, it's a shock and surprise. Like you don't see that coming. Yeah, at all. No, I was yeah. wondering like, if and the that way they looking back, you think, okay, well, where's she been this whole time now? Exactly. Yeah, but you're so into but what's going exactly. on. You don't even yeah, think it totally, about where exactly. totally took me by surprise yeah. too. Yeah, I had no idea it was her. Yeah, because originally you think, okay, so Falcon's going after exactly number one, Cap's number two. So obviously Natasha's going to be working for th- number exactly. three. There's no reason not to think that. Yeah. So to see her there was pretty cool. So at that point, she takes over, right? Shakes over. They hack the system, which in turn Fury shows up as well. By yeah, Chopper. Fury does show okay because he needs the the double retina scans to right. unlock all the information, both for Hydra and for Shield. So all the secrets of the world ever that were yeah, housed in the dump computer it all on the internet. was dumped. So it's good. So right. yeah, and we get to see Nick Very Fury's eye under the eye patch, which was yeah. kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. but kind of cool at the same time. Exactly. So yeah, so they basically yeah they're gonna dump all this information out in the world and take down both Shield and Hydra at the yeah. same time. So but but Pierce still has one trick up his sleeve. Yeah, he's still got it. She's still wearing that one of those clips that uh, kills explodes. the other, kills the other yeah. guys. Yeah, he's killed two of them already, right? Or yeah, all what? three? I don't know if he killed them or shot them. I don't. It's hard to well, say. They burned like a hole in their yeah, chest. Yeah, they said it would burn a hole in their chest. I'm so pretty sure they were dead. Oh, they were dead. Yeah, it does make you wonder like what next? Like that council's gone. What the hell? Well, that's the thing, but, but everything's getting turned. Everything had to go. Yeah, yeah. coming down. So right? everything's everything slate to a certain extent, yeah. Well, it's perfect time for Hammer. That was for you, Paul. <laughs> Paul didn't care let's, at let's, all. Let's call that was, Warren House Burton and get That was a reference going. to a, a comic book storyline, and Paul just looked at me Dark straight face like, what? Ugh, Hammer. Anyway, so at that point, um, what happens then? What's it? Well, uh, everything kind of culminates in the, in the final climax, right? So... Everything gets info dumped. Uh, Fury takes out Pierce. That's right. Yeah. Um, Bucky uh, gets tr- as the Hellcats are blowing each other up. Cap and Bucky are still inside the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the highest elevated one, so it takes the, the least beating, but it's still coming crashing down. Mm-hmm. Bucky gets trapped under some debris. You know, Cap has to free him and says, "You gotta remember. You gotta remember." And Bucky's like, "I don't know. I don't remember." He's the shit. You're my mission. The, exactly. You're my mission. That's all you are to me. Just beat the crap in, and then with his metal Because because yeah. Bucky or because Cap's like, "I'm not gonna fight." Yeah, he lets like, his guard so down. So Drops the shield into the into the water where Namor is waiting for it, as you said. And <sighs> he's just laying down and taking the beating, metal arm to the face, Which, full bore. If, I mean, thematically, is very similar to what happened at the close of Edward Baker's Winter Soldier storyline. Cap basically puts his shield down and kind of lays it out and says, go ahead, shoot me, like, if you have to. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he doesn't, but yeah. well, so does. But he can't do it. Um, and then the, the but he still does it if he beats him, but he doesn't finish him no, off. doesn't finish him off, no. right? The glass gives way, um, and here Cap is passed out. Falling. Falling in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see him sink, it goes to black, but then obviously... Uh, There's a faint hand, you see. Yeah, a faint hand coming. And then, so Bucky drags him out in the water and leaves him on the side and, and just saves him. him. He, yeah, saves him, and he's free to kind of 
find his way now. Which again, very much like the comic, because that when Bucky realizes and figure like starts to realize who he is, he just goes off the grid completely, yeah. and we don't see him for a while. So again, so much of this does give a lot to Edward Baker's work on the Winter Soldier. Yes. And it's, uh, a lot of it, again, they didn't fuck with it, which is amazing. Nope. They left it the way it's supposed amazing. to be. Amazing. So now S.H.I.E.L.D. is... Uh... So S.H.I.E.L.D. is gone. Completely gone. And, well, Hydra still exists. Um, as They're rounding seen. up the... Yeah, well, they, there was... They say they mentioned that a lot of... Well, yeah, Nick Fury basically, like, destroys all his stuff. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, Nick Fury... He, and his he, eye patch. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does, it's true. Yeah, awesome shades So Nick now. Fury's going to Europe, he's going off the grid, a la Almost Secret Wars as well, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then you have... Yeah, where he's, where's he going? Like, what's, yeah. Like, we know yeah, he's we doing... Know like he, said, he said, no, he said, they track some people, Russia, he's right? going to Europe to... Yeah. They're tracking down... Oh, right, and he asks, he tries to recruit Cap and, uh, Cap and... and Cap and Falcon, and they say, no, we're soldiers, even we're Natasha passes, right? Yeah. But even Natasha has to get off the grid, because her... Everything she's ever been is out there. Which so is interesting, too, because, I mean, we've established in the past movies that she's done stuff she doesn't, you know, she's not proud of, and here they're very clearly saying that she was KGB. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know well, if they actually mentions, too, like, are you ready for the world to know who, what you are? Yeah. She was like, are you? You know what I mean? Like... Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so she's off doing her own thing. Fury's doing his own thing, and then Cap decides that he's going after Bucky. Yeah, where with a file from yeah, which Natasha. which Natasha. Like, but then this leads back into what we're talking about. Did he speak Russian or German? Because it was a file from Kiev, right? So it was a Russian file yeah. on Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, the idea also seems to be here that like the Hydra isn't necessarily German. Well, it's not necessarily... It was originally Nazi-affiliated, yeah. but even Red Skull had said it's gone far beyond what... Yeah, they seem to be international what, at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, far beyond what the yeah. Nazis were, and Red Skull had already kind of embraced that, that he was more of the cult of himself and the cult of Hydra that he cultivated, as yeah. opposed to just being you know, the lapdog of, of, uh, Hitler. of Hitler. So yeah. it makes sense that, that this organization would be more concerned with its own longevity than necessarily uh, hewing to... At that point, I've forgotten. Exactly. Like, so you get a quick montage. You just all kinds of stuff happening. You see uh, Fury getting rid of his stuff. You see Crossbones has survived, but he's burnt to a crisp because of the healthcare. I'm surprised they're trying to save him. I'm surprised they even bothered with that. Actually, like I would have been fine with him being dead. I didn't need him to even survive at all. Yeah, but they're just. But now he's maybe Crossbones. But I think what. But, but, but I think what they're also bringing in is the fact that Hydra's not gone. No. Because you right. got Baron von well, Strucker. We also, we also get first. that sequence there yeah. now after. Yeah, who was that? I didn't, I didn't know. Baron von Strucker. Um, he's a classic uh, Captain America Cap villain. Okay. He's a Nazi. Um, With the twins. Yeah. yeah, you have to explain that whole thing. We'll get too. there in a minute. Don't yeah. worry. We'll yeah. we'll expand that for yeah. you. So the first post credit sequence, uh, you've, we've seen. Well, we're done with the actual film itself. At that point, yeah, you are. So yeah, Black yeah. Widow is testifying. Black Widow testifies. Yeah, but I mean, give more information. I guess not. Yeah, when Shield is gone, she's just like, "Screw you guys! If you're gonna arrest me, arrest me. You need me out there to do this stuff." Yeah, she so. just says that like, we're yeah, you, know where you to need find us me. more to protect the world. You need us yeah. in jail for what we've done in our past. I mean, and it's yeah. very clear that and as, you know where to find me if you need me. Yeah, peace like, out. Like this movie has a huge impact on the Marvel Cinematic Universe because Shield again was that thorough line through everything, and now Shield doesn't exist. So having taking that away. Leaves a very different world for Avengers two to eventually. Inhabit. Yeah, so like the next episode of yeah. Avengers of Shield is a and black screen, right? That says the, the end. The <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what happens to the TV show now because what, what's you, with Coulson sitting there looking at his pink slip? Going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Which just happened? Yeah, I died for this. Well, my guess is that like 
it's gonna make Agents of Shield more important in a way, right? Because they'll probably be running around trying to like take out Hydra, possibly. Right? I don't know. Or, I mean, that could maybe, but they have their own thing going on that show too. But you also have to remember, like, not every like there are there, there are probably are there still are agents there right? still are Agents of Shield that are not infiltrated by Hydra. There's still people there. But that the they whole idea is that no, they're they kind of show, getting rid of everything. But at the end montage, you see Sharon Carter working for the CIA now. Yeah, you they all move around. Yeah. Uh, applying at Stark Industries for something. Yeah. Which I liked. Um, which that was is a nice little... Cute, right? Yeah. So you see everyone kind of do, going off... But I think you're going to get kind of... I think S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to kind of... I think there'll still be splintered parts of S.H.I.E.L.D. You have to bring it down to rebuild it, right? But even... What's interesting about that... Now, I haven't watched the most recent episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but even in that show, they're dealing with the idea of, of there being kind of another faction which doesn't even appear to be Hydra it's something else and they're dealing with their own kind of big bad so it's interesting it's interesting because they knew that the, the movie was happening yet you would think that there would be a little bit more like cross well, maybe there is. I've never maybe watched that maybe episode the, uh, I've, never, I've never seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So. The flamboyant? No. Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant. Yeah, they have a clairvoyant that they're dealing with. Yeah. Are you more or less caught up on uh, Agents of Shield? I gotta catch up. So I'm one behind, I think. Let's let's uh, let, let's not go too far into. Yeah. The, uh, sure. I'm but... zero episodes. <laughs> yeah. So I think the next one's just gonna be on. a black screen that says the end. <laughs> go I, watch I, Captain I, I America. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I hate if you haven't seen Cap, go watch it now. Die because of what they've done, but they've had to have had it on the roadmap, so they'll be next. They'll do something. It'd be interesting to see how, like, what is the next step. Well, yeah. and obviously there are Hydra like installations that still exist too, right? So, yeah, because they even said that. It so also makes the, the Agents of Shield TV show potentially more important. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because maybe it's maybe possibly we, yeah. absolutely. We maybe we'll know next week. Like, like who knows? Like, it's kind of a giant question mark because yeah. you have a show about an agency that's been that's been dismantled. <laughs> what happens now? Yeah. So. I mean, that being said, you, you had X Files, and the X Files were closed at one point. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, they just happen. reopened it. So, like, you, like just Fury. because the triskeleton got blown up and the hierarchy kind of got ruined, like there's still bases everywhere. There's still installations, training still facilities. Operas. Like something would come up to take us. Director Coulson. Something. Director Coulson. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the pay upgrade. <laughs> so, well, you never know. He's got. He's it got would explain why Coulson to... can't find Fury anywhere. Absolutely. Um, well, and I, before we get into the post-credit sequences, we were talking about this off podcast on our way home. But yeah, I was about to mention this too. Um, one of my main problems with watching Iron Man three was that it seemed like there was absolutely no Shield connection at all. Correct. And it seemed really weird because the first two had a, a large Shield presence, especially the second one. Yes. The first one introduced the concept of Shield. The second one had a very big presence. Nick Fury and Coulson were there as well as uh, mm-hmm. Natasha Romanoff. Um, so then Iron Man three, you have a threat to the president's life, yet no, not one mention of Shield. I think. Do we even see a logo? Like, I don't think we did. There's nothing. So, but then we see this movie, and it takes S.H.I.E.L.D. apart. So is it possible that this was actually earlier in the chronology? Like, they've played kind of with the chronology before. Um, so That's right. With Hulk coming out, it was actually before. Yeah. So even though the release of this is, is set a certain way, perhaps this movie actually takes place after the Avengers, before Iron Man 3 happens, and therefore S.H.I.E.L.D. not being around to do anything actually makes a lot of sense. I it think just, it does actually. I think it makes more sense if Iron Man three takes place after the events of this movie. And they mention also it's a Pierce. Even if no one says it officially, Pier, yeah, Pierce, Pierce the mentions, one comment to uh, yeah, Fury yeah. about, "Oh, if I do this for you, you got to make sure your Iron Man shows up at my uh, my grandson's yeah. birthday or something." And based on the end of yeah. Iron Man three, Iron Man probably isn't be flying around doing many appearances. So yeah. again, I mean so that, that even that one line really leads to this being prior to Iron Man three. I think it makes it an acceptable excuse. Absolutely, I think so, and maybe they had already had thought that out. Right? It makes it easier to accept. Yeah, uh, absolutely. 
Because it was really weird that Iron Man 3 had, like, zero shield presence. Yeah. Now, there was, like, one or two shield references in like, Thor Dark World. Iron Man 3, they wanted to, uh... Get away from Get Sony. away from, consider it apart, making its own thing. But Possibly. Maybe they went too far, I guess? I think they went too far. I mean... I, I agree, especially being the first two, having that shield, like, yeah. setting it up and then really being there it just felt very conspicuous especially because it was the first movie after Avengers and Avengers again had a very big shield presence so the first movie after Avengers and shield is nowhere to be found it just felt very weird and there was like one or two mentions in Thor Dark World but not not a lot so again maybe that also predates Winter Soldier who knows yeah I just noticed too what Jeremy Renner plays uh, Hawkeye Hawkeye yeah you know who uh, who's the guy that plays uh, Falcon Anthony Mackie yeah they're both in the Hurt Locker. Oh, were they both? Totally off topic. They were the two partner guys. You guys oh, ever seen the Hurt Locker? That's, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. You ever seen that? No, no I know of it, but oh, watch awesome. the watch the Hurt Locker. It's awesome. That's funny, actually. Sorry. That's kind of cool. No, no that's a good nothing connection. to do with comic comics. No, no, it had to do with with the actors in the movies. That's yeah. cool. That's awesome. Uh, I do definitely want to see Falcon in Avengers, although it doesn't sound like he's going to be in it. But he was pretty cool here. He'll make. I think bet you there'll be some kind of cameo. Maybe. You I mean, know. yeah, they could bring him in, like the. Although, there's, no, there's no reason. I can talk to birds now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's, it's a miracle, right? Because we're going to stick this thing up your ass and guess what happens? <laughs> oh god! Uh, well, it, it could be worse. I mean, it could be like um, uh, Catwoman's origin in Batman Returns, where she just gets like licked no, by no. cats. Oh my god! Catwoman. Let, let, let's not. Let's uh, not. So maybe he'll just get like pecked by birds and be like, "Oh shit! Guess what I, mean, I can do?" I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer. She's she all right. She, she was. She was a good Catwoman. It's, so is Halle Berry, but all right, all right. I just don't think Catwoman. Let's let's, let's get to the post credit sequence. All right, Paul, so you want to round that up? Or? All right, so yes, first post credit sequence we see we see Baron von Schrecker for the first time, and he's just saying, "Well, the classic Hydra, you chop off one head, two more take its place." Yeah. We're not done yet. We have lots of things in the works. We realize that they have Loki staff from Avengers, which is big because we didn't know where that went. Yeah, I don't remember when he even loses it at any point. Well, well what's his name? Uses they, it to, they use it to deactivate the, uh, the portal. Yeah. Right, and then what? Probably yeah, well, an exactly, evidence yeah. locker. I mean, just like all the other items. Yeah, we don't know. After after yeah, he never really hands on it, right? Yeah. I'm sure if, if it maybe got dropped, it's like when they find that gun in that item 42 yeah. one yeah, shot yeah, yeah. kind of thing, right? So I can remember where But that was cool. Out. Loki staff was yeah, there. So they have Loki staff for one. Yeah. And suddenly um, the, the use of Von Strucker, because we knew that he, like, the character had already been announced as being in Avengers Age of Ultron, but everyone's kind of like, well, that's kind of an interesting choice. How does that even make sense? Mm-hmm. Now it makes a lot of sense, because now yeah, that we know Hydra's leading back. up to the Age of Ultron. So now we know not only is Hydra back, but he's long been considered a, a, a key figure in the Hydra uh, hierarchy in the yes. comics. So his his use as a character makes complete sense now. Yes. So, and here we also see our first glimpse of Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch, who they have trapped in these cages. Those are the twins. Almost. Those okay. are the twins. Um, now... Here's where they obviously do a big twist because they can't use Magneto, right? They can't use Magneto and they can't use the term mutants, right? So in the comics, course, Magneto has two children, uh, twins. And Scarlet Witch. So one of them has super speed and he's Quicksilver, and the other one is she kind of has hex altering powers and affects probabilities, Probability. and she's a witch, okay. known as the Scarlet Witch. Uh, Quicksilver, uh, the son, is actually also in X Men: Days of Future Past, which is coming out also this summer. Okay. Because he's being used by two different studios, which 
It's two different actors, though. And two different actors as well. Weird. Very weird. And it's kind of been assumed that the Marvel Studios movies, like Avengers and Captain America, they can't refer to Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch being the children of Magneto, because Magneto can't exist in this reality. They also can't use the term mutants. Whereas in X-Men Days of Future Past, they can't refer to anything that would be related to the Avengers, because Quicksilver first appeared as a villain in the X-Men book, but then... In, I think, 1965 or 66, he became an Avengers character and has been more or less ever since. So he's he's firmly enmeshed in both camps, which is why both studios can use him. Yeah. It's extremely complicated, though. It is. I, look, I, I mean, we didn't I trust, so... And I think he he filmed the last sequ- that sequence, too. Okay, so that's fine. I, so I, he, if he has a reason to bring them in, I'll trust him for it. But I think out of the ridiculous amount of potential Avenger characters you could have brought in... To avoid such shenanigans and kerfuffles, you you could have maybe gone a different route. So it's interesting that they are in this Hydra angle. It's a really mm-hmm. interesting angle to go with, and it seems like you know they, they may have been are, experimented are, on. Are, are they Winter Soldiers as well? They've been brainwashed. Are they going to be used? You know, is Hydra going to like? Because he said they will need them, the twins, at some point. Yeah. So they're already assuming that the Avengers will call upon these two characters yeah um it's well, i don't know where they're gonna go with it yeah it's it's very i wasn't well i was very surprised to see them there for the sure the idea that strucker says you know it's a miracle like are they going to use miracles as their way of kind of getting around it not worrying about it like so defining what's what they are are they going to call them metahumans which is usually a term used more by dc like what how are they going to differentiate them and because up until now no one has powers really in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you have everyone is the result of genetic modifications. You're right. Yeah, Cap, yeah. Cap has, you know, he may or may not just be a peak human or slightly uh, uh, beyond that. Sure, yeah. But again, it's it's amplifying what is within him. The Hulk, kind of an extrapolation of the same idea, is a, uh, an accident gone wrong, but it's yeah. radiation it's science. Thor's Asgardian. And... Thor again is a futuristic science, but it, it looks like magic, but is really still grounded in science. Uh, then you have Iron Man, completely science. So. Yeah. Uh, Nothing in there is like an actual power that you're born with. No, you're right. So maybe they won't be born with these powers. Maybe it is the result of genetic modification. Um, the idea of Scarlet Witch, how are they going to make... Is it just going to be... Like, her powers are... Are they magic or are they something else? Like Some where, weird telekinesis kind of Where's that line that they're yeah, going to draw? Yeah, because she's just floating some blocks around. What is that? Right? Is yeah. it just like telekinesis? Is it some sort of magic? And again, yeah. that brings in the idea that if they were to develop for phase three a doctor strange movie then we would actually be interested in magic like actual magic and not just the futuristic yeah. well, we've seen ayavagamoto on asgard right Isn't yeah one of the items we saw in the vault as a little easter egg yeah okay but maybe it'll be something more yeah. so yeah that first credit sequence if you don't know who they who the twins are maybe it doesn't work for you yeah. as much like you get there but i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say too as somebody that's not into the comics mm. it does work it does? Okay, good. Well, because... Makes you want to know who they I'm are. I'm sitting there going, hey, who are they? Right? They like, go. I mean, you guys know who they are. I'm just, like, sitting there going, like... <laughs> I don't know who this is. Fuck, this is going to be cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's cool. Because yeah. you get the easy nod with the staff. You go, oh, that's an Avengers. I know what that's from. Yeah. But then, yeah, these two other characters, they go, oh, okay, well... One guy's bounced off the walls at super speed, and one chick... Which is kind of weird, but, but kind of cool. Yeah. You just smack them. But they, and they're both clearly messed up, like... Yeah, no, Quicksilver is running around in there, and then she's just kind of floating blocks like a really. Like, I think she did, like, had three of them, didn't she? And then like, yeah, one crashes them all together, yeah, 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 like, like one or something. something. Yeah. 
and then um, we go to the next and the final postcard sequence is back to the Sismonium, um, you know Bucky reading the wall that's dedicated to him mm. that we saw earlier in the film and him trying to again realize who he was which I like yeah, I like that I mean it, I, I think in some ways um, it would have been maybe better served as being the kind of the, the first post credit sequence because it, it did feel like you got something really exciting in the middle and then the last one was kind of more just kind of like the fun extra yeah. as opposed to it making you feel like it really needed to be there as much but it was still an awesome sequence yeah no both worked immensely it wasn't like Shrum was cute but whatever right mm-hmm. the one in Iron Man 3 I didn't do anything, anything what was oh that one in that yeah. yeah him talking to Bruce Banner at the end there like the uh, Iron Man 3 one of the concerns they didn't help the movie verse along at all no whereas well, every other one does well Cap kind of he helps it but also brings up a lot of perplexing questions like what the hell now because before sure. the idea was, well, maybe Shield could bring back to the Avengers back together. They, they kind of know where the bodies are buried. They know how to get in touch with them. There is no Shield, so how do you even bring the Avengers together at all? And and who does it? Who decides to bring them together? And how do you, Coulson. And how do you bring Cap necessarily into Avengers if he's supposed to be kind of off trying to find Bucky in his own thing? Well, if 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 Bucky leads to Hydra and Hydra's going to be the next catalyst with Scarlet Witch, like. It can all go there. It's, it's going to be Cap or Twin that brings them together. Do you think eventually... I mean, they've said that uh, Chris Evans doesn't have a lot of movies in his contract. Uh, that being said... I thought he uh, had five, didn't he? I think it was five to begin with. So he's done three so far. Yeah. So he's got two more appearances. So presumably Cap 3... Does the three, third cameo count? No, it does not, apparently. Uh, so he's got uh, Cap 3 and <laughs> Avengers... That would suck. Cap 3 and... Uh, Avengers 2. Avengers 2. Or Avengers 2 and Avengers 3. But um, Sebastian Stan, who plays Winter Soldier, has a nine-movie contract. What? Yeah. He's got nine movies? Yeah, so wow. that's a lot of movies. And is he... Jesus. So, but this this lead into the fact... Are they all as the Winter Soldier? Or? Well, no. Yeah, but, but does this lead into what you told me about earlier, where that, Cap uh, dies? Well, maybe... maybe Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier becomes Cap. a... Yeah. I'm Captain cool with that too. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering what are they going to do in a like Avengers Two is going to be the dark movie, so it probably the strikes back of the <laughs> Avengers. Yeah, trilogy. well, everyone <laughs> wants to do that, right? Everyone sure. wants to make the second one the one that really grabs you by the balls and take notice that like, some, like this is messed well, it's up. Well, Ultron, man, they could do some really good stuff with that, right? I still think they're going to kill off Tony and 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 kind of flip it, and that you're going to have the Vision body, but you're going to have kind of Tony's mind in there instead of like. He physically won't be around anymore, so that they don't have to worry about Tony about Robert Downey Jr. himself being the actor. And instead, you have Paul Bettany as the Vision, but instead, like in the kind of the interior helmet cam, instead you have him talking to, to Tony's AI. Don't think that could work. You know I could see them doing some weird shit like that. Yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong, but although you can't have another Avengers movie with Iron Man theoretically dying. Because that kind of happened the first time. You know, he goes out to do a suicide yeah, mission. Yeah, yeah. He survives. Like, Iron Man has skyrocketed in so many different levels because of Danny Jr., because of, of what has, he's done with that franchise. Yeah, I can't, see anybody, I can't see anybody else doing Tony to, Stark right Well, now. no, that's why. That's why you don't have to I have anyone else do Tony Stark. I hate the irritant of too, though. It'd be a real shame. I understand it from a political standpoint. As much as actors enjoy doing movies... Do the same thing for so long, but he not does, only he that, he's also it. super expensive. Like, oh yeah, because they're not making yeah, rules of money hand over fist. Well, they are, but, and Hello Disney, I think they got a couple of bucks. Yes, but the amount of money he's making alone is ridiculous. Oh come on, they can afford it. 
Well, I'm not worried about the money. As long as they keep making billions. Yeah, I think movie. they'll make a few kickbacks on those new Star Wars movies that they're making. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it's a, it's a, I, I think they're fine. You think they'll have, they'll think Despite they'll have the money? fact that one, two, Frozen and three were okay, shit, so I think they'll, be okay. they'll still make a gazillion dollars on the new Star Wars. And Disney's a fucking shield empire of its own. Like, they got money coming out of their asses. Don't worry. They're, they're not strapped for cash. Okay. No, I think it's more of the actors being done with the rules rather than not being yeah absolutely I would think okay. so too yeah um, though to, I would hope that they want to be committed to the universe so let's hope that Downey still wants to do it for sure I, for I'd sure. like to see more actors. what else is he gonna do it's true he's not doing anything else I don't know he seems Sherlock to Holmes. really enjoy it and get a thrill out of rocking the fans and I think uh, yeah yeah I mean I'm okay with a middle aged Iron Man I don't care I mean he's always he's basically supposed he's to got be a there. suit what does he care yeah, the suit will do it for him yeah, you want a, just a really old man in that suit. I don't care. How many as long as they're going to have a kid. Yeah, they're gonna, they got to have a kid soon, that's all. Somebody's got to be able to take over. Yeah. They'll, right. be, they'll him, do young him Tony. Pepper Potts got to get down to it. Iron kid. <laughs> Iron lad. Iron, Iron lad. lad, I'm so sorry. Iron lad, get it right, buddy. There's an easy comic book reference yeah. and I missed it. Exactly. Uh, all right, closing shots, because we've spent almost an hour and 45 minutes so Woo. if we spent half an hour more we'd be the same length as the movie and that's <laughs> too long well we pretty much went through the whole thing so it works yeah any um, final final shots thing you want to say you want to rate it sure that you're, that's the thing that we do right? yeah that's the thing we do how many shields do you want to give it out of 10 go ahead Paul uh, or, or red stars I mean depending on what the <laughs> or hydra emblems or no, I I could give it nine at least. Nine hell hydras. Yeah, nine hell hydras. Think hell. Um, two arms. Come on. Yeah, two it, arms. It was. The... Don't do the notches. Bob, <laughs> Bob, agent of hydra. Go. Um, yeah, fantastic movie. Really enjoyable. Um, you know, it's very hard these days to walk out of a movie here and go, oh my god, that was just amazing. It was great. Like I think um, the action was, as you said before, so yeah, well it was done. Phenomenal. Like whoever really well paced, really well. Yeah. Like whoever directed like yeah. those sequences in particular, the whoever helped stage them did an amazing job. Like you yeah. really buy into it and you believe it. It's and it very again feel, yeah, feels very visceral. Feels very like there's so much hand to hand combat that that uh, Steve does, and they kind of really show it's not just him using the shield, it's also him kind of using the shield in close combat and how that works. Absolutely. So does that mean you give it a 9 as well? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I would give it 9. I give it 5 solid I didn't fall asleep out of 5. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you got me there. I didn't even come close to napping, so... Nice. That's good. Like That's I said, kind of my wife's like barometer, too, yeah. for most like, movies. She falls asleep through it. It keeps your... Like, but I didn't, and I didn't get bored either, so... Yeah. That's I good. give it full, yeah. full mark. I'm actually gonna go nine out of ten too because it's a, like I thought it was really well done. Yeah, it was. As you said, I don't really see any real flaws with it. I, I got I, again. The only nitpick I have is someone was a little too over the top. Some mm-hmm. of the stuff, like you know, off the bridge through a bus. Da, 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 yeah, you know, being leveled in the bunker, stuff like that. I do but, think that in some ways they uh, they held off on. Um, showing as much of an orgy of destruction as we usually see in these types of movies. Like Iron Man 3, it was just like, it was a little bit too much with like the destruction and all the different armors fighting all those... Extremist soldiers? Yeah, like it was a little much, and, and that's something we see a lot in movies these days. They just, it's almost like they, they're like, well, we don't have as much of plot, so we're going to throw giant explosions yeah. and just blow up everything. Like Man of Steel, where they like level almost a city... Here there was definitely some action and some explosions at the end, but again, it didn't feel as large or they didn't blow up. Like, there wasn't an unnecessary body count per se. Generally speaking, they weren't killing random people. 
I mean, there was assassins walking through Washington slaying waste to people. Yes. But for the most part, they were after specific targets. It wasn't wasteful. The only one was wasteful was the poor nanny or the poor housekeeper. Oh, yeah. They did not need to kill the housekeeper. We're yeah. really, we feel very strongly about it. I yeah. say if I were in the position and she came back, I'd shoot her. No, too. I get it. I get it. I just, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's good to know you would just assassinate her, too. I would. I think he was in his right. All right. And the, the next comic book movie to come out this summer will be uh, the Spider Man movie. I'm pumped for it. Actually, that looked pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. You, I haven't, I haven't watched. Did you watch the first one, The Amazing Spider-Man, with this new guy? Yeah. No. You should give it a shot. It's not a bad movie. All right. It's yeah. very enjoyable. I love how they fixed the costume and made it right. It's very. It yeah, is the, the comic book. Awesome. Yeah. Like it's I, really good. It looks and what I like about it most is that you see how he moves in it. Like yes. when Tobey Maguire would move around in that costume, it looks extremely awkward. Yeah. This it just looks very fluid. Well, the tech now between. This, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's well, just evolved, watching right? the trailer and just seeing all the kind of money shots of him swinging and it just looks absolutely yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it, it flies off the page into reality. Off absolutely. The it's, it's and fabulous. then after that, we have X Men, and then uh, we finish the summer with the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's awesome. And tons of good comic book movies. Like, have you even had a year where we had this many in the same year? What four this year we got? Four. Yeah. Did we got four in a year before. I feel like we have. Well, last year, what did we have? Well, these are all Marvel. Like, I know there's been mixed mash, but four Marvel movies in the same yeah, year? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know. Well, the year that Amazing Spider-Man came out was the year of Avengers. I guess there was just Avengers and Amazing Spider-Man. I guess you're right. Yeah. For four Marvel movies, that's pretty incredible. So, they did a fantastic job on this. Two by one studio, one by... Well, two different two, studios, right? Because yeah. one's yeah. Sony, one's Fox, and then yeah, you got Marvel Studios. Two Marvel Studios. It's so. interesting too because like, and Thor only just came out in November. Like, it was practically twenty fourteen. Yeah, like, very true. It came out what November eighth or something, or November fifth, and that's usually like that's kind of weird that they even bothered doing that because usually it comes out in the summer. So it was definitely a different way for them to go. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, and nothing from DC this year. Oh, boo, fucking who? <laughs> Nothing until 2016 uh, now? I don't care. I just don't care. You don't care a little bit? I'll, I'll watch it when it comes out, but at the end of the Superman day... Superman Batman, you're not going to podcast with me in two years? If you invite you're, me, You're sure. going to be on that I'm podcast. I'll, if I'll I'm still down. podcasting in two yeah. years, you're going to be on that episode. <laughs> the episode, like, 315, <laughs> and we're going to Marvel right now is light years ahead of anything DC's doing, so... And I'm, I'm thankful for that. Like, where... Well, DC has the edge now on TV, mm-hmm. um, in terms of the anime stuff there, but in terms of... Not even anime. just animated. I mean, Arrow's a big hit. They have Flash coming next year. They have Constantine coming next year. They have Gotham yeah, coming so on next the, year. on the small screen, they're doing very well, but on the big screen, it's not even close. It's not even close. No. No. It looks like they're putting all their marvels into the small screen thing, right? The, the Gotham series. They're basically saying that this is it. And that's their small, the next Smallville, right? That's what they're trying I to guess do. it's. Well, I think they're going to try to make it into like a bigger universe, right? Like, but that's where yeah, but Gotham that's where is they're like, putting all their. Is, I mean, the Green Arrow, sorry, the Arrow and Flash are at least a quote unquote current continuity, but Gotham is when Bruce Wayne stole a young boy, so it's not even like you can't even really set it in the same continuity the same way. No, I guess so. Yeah, but I think they're they're basically that's their thing. That's the, their, that's what they're absolutely. trying to like make as their breakout. Like, yeah, because they're basically giving them the rights to everything, right? To True. do whatever you want. And what may or may not help Marvel is that if Constantine is a hit, that's a, you know a DC thing about a guy who's heavily engaged with magic. So then, if you're able to kind of get the audiences more and more on board with magic, 
and, and then in, in a superhero context, then it... It's not just magic. There's a supernatural Doctor Strange as well, right? Absolutely. With Dormammu and, and the demon world and the hell yeah. and stuff like that. And it's a lot of... Yeah, I guess, yeah. Stuff like, like Supernatural. Supernatural is what, season 10 or something? Yeah, or exactly. So. so I don't think Doctor Strange is a huge stretch. I see him more... Like, they're doing a bunch of little Netflix series, right? On the Marvel side, aren't they? Yes, there's five. I see Doctor Strange there more than I would see on the big screen. As well as Ant-Man. I'm still having a hard time buying Ant-Man as I'm a super movie. pumped for Ant-Man. Good for you. I'm the only one. But yes, you're a very small view. Like, I'm, I'm a Scott Lang yeah. fan. I, like, I, I see him being part of the bigger picture, being... One of the stars of Avengers, da da da, but his own movie. That Actually, to me that is... brings up a point though. With Ant Man, I always thought it'd be great. Ant Man could be a fun movie. Do it as a Shield movie. Wait a minute, there's no Shield anymore. So how does that even that work? you know of? That yes. we know of, at least yes. right now. Yeah, maybe Coulson reveals Shield, director of Shield, Agent Coulson. Again, quite the upgrade, <laughs> considering he was barely in the first movie. Hey, he's been like died and come back to life. He's like Jesus. <laughs> He can, he can rebuild Coulson shield. rise again. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's uh, that's all we got today. So thank you very much, guys, for uh, joining me on the podcast. And thank you for listening. You've gotten through almost two hours of us uh, blabbering on. But um, I guess the next uh, Spotlight movie uh, movie episode we'll be doing will be for uh, Spider-Man. Don't, don't know who will be on that episode yet. But uh, that comes out the first weekend in May. And uh, yeah, we'll see where we go from there. I'd like to have you all you go on uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy, especially because that's <laughs> that the next funny because that's the next Marvel Studios film, and that's uh, a big kind of question mark for a lot of people is what the hell is this movie even going to be like? But I'm excited for what, the, what, what it could be. So, anyways, thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye bye. Yes.